From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Maury, come in here for a second. Explain this TikTok thing to me. Okay. What, TikTok in general? What's that? TikTok, TikTok in general? <laughs> So this new thing on TikTok is where <laughs> I can explain TikTok. Or no, the new thing is, is people do one finger down. So you hold your hands up and they ask you questions of unpopular opinions and you lower a finger for each one that you agree with. Okay. Right. And for this girl that did this, which blew up, is if you if you have five fingers remaining, five fingers or less remaining, then apparently you don't know much about food. Okay, hold on here. Come on. Okay. So how many fingers are you? But you just okay. said five fingers. Okay, stop. How many fingers okay. do I got to hold on? Stop, Ten. stop, stop. Hold, oh. Okay, this is the way it goes. And now I have to explain it. Because I know what he's trying to explain, but he's not explaining it right. Oh. Okay. You hold up ten fingers. Yes, I said that. If you put down more than five five fingers, yeah. your opinions about food are different than most people. Oh, food specific. Yes. Okay. These are all questions. This one is all questions about food, but I'm sure that there's other examples of doing this out there. Okay. Uh, okay yeah, so, so what I said. Okay. So we're all going to put up 10 fingers, okay. right? Well, although Mocha needs one finger to push the button for the audio. Yeah. Somebody's got to push it. Use your um, mm-hmm. thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Elbow. I got you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Shem, slide a bit, little bit over this way so the camera can pick you up. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay, so we're all going to, so as so she's going to ask a question, she's going to ask a series of questions, yeah. right? When you get to a question, now, when she says, if you are the type of person who blank, okay, then you put your finger down, if you agree, okay? And then I again, agree. 10 fingers up. Hey, can I up. say be honest? No, don't say anything. Um, if you, be honest, like, we're all liars in here? Like, I don't know what club you go to on weekends, <laughs> where you have to, like, always say, guys, we need to be honest right now. <laughs> like, why would we lie about this? I don't know. Okay. So here we go. So Mocha, if you want to press it with your uh, thing, we'll get going on this. Okay. Oh, come on, man. Stop it. <laughs> what, you You're such climb a up? jackass. You're such a jackass. <laughs> All right, ready? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Okay. This is put a finger down, unpopular opinions about food edition. If okay. you put more than five fingers down, your opinions about food are definitely different than most. Okay. Put a finger okay. down if you believe that orange juice is superior to apple juice. Put a finger down if you think watermelon is overrated. Put a finger down if you prefer Pepsi over Coke. Put a finger down if you like mushrooms. Put a finger down if you believe avocados or guacamole is disgusting. Put a finger down if you prefer vanilla ice cream over chocolate ice cream. Put a finger down if you don't like Nutella and or think that peanut butter is better. Put a finger down if you enjoy drinking milk by itself. Put a finger down if you enjoy eating soggy cereal. Put a finger down if you don't like cake. Put a finger down if you think orange candies are the best flavor of candy. Put a finger down if you think dark chocolate is better than milk chocolate. And lastly, put a finger down if you like pickles. If I like pickles? Yeah. Uh, whoops. So I had, uh, I think it's this. 
How many fingers you got holding up there, Mocha? Seven. Maury? Six. Shem? Two. Me, too. Oh, yeah, y'all put both your fingers. But I saw Roz put your finger down. You like soggy cereal? Yeah, because when, I don't Delicious. eat cereal, but when I used to eat cereal, I would eat the sugar corn pops, the little round ones, and I would put the milk in and let them get that super soft coating around them, and you, I would only eat them when they were when they were soggy. That was my favorite guys, way of eating cereal. Something about 100%. Nutella. Nutella is oh, nasty. nasty. Yeah, the no, devil's no, chocolate. No, that's that's, not, that's not not for I me. love Nutella. That's not yeah, for no, me. Nutella's fantastic. So you had, and I drink milk on its own some. Okay, uh, also Pepsi over Coke. I don't drink soda, no but I was I grew up in a Pepsi house. Mm-hmm. There was never Coke Pepsi's in the house. Pepsi's too sweet, man. No Coke sweeter than I, Pepsi. That's not it, true. Yeah. Um we do have Coke in, in the house? Yeah. But I think subconsciously, I automatically I chose Pepsi. I don't right. know why. See, cuz I grew when I was when I was a kid, right, in Montreal, it was like when I came to when I moved to Ontario, kids would have um, a Joe Louis and a Coke. Oh, where, Joe okay, where when I was Classic. in Montreal, it was May West and a Pepsi. What's a May West? May West is like a Joe Louis, only it's oh. not chocolate. It's vanilla so wait, icing on the a, inside. What's a wagon wheel? Right, same thing. But so in Montreal, it was May West and a Pepsi. Yeah. In Ontario, it was Coke and a Joe Louis. Who's May West? It was like, it was a chocolate. Oh, it was like a little chocolate cake, but it was like chocolate on the outside, but vanilla on like the inside. Like Swiss rolls. Mm. No, it was like round. It looked like like we didn't have Joe Louis. We had Mae West. And then when I came to Ontario, they didn't have Mae West. They only had Joe Louis, and I was like horrified. And now you can get half you were moon. Like, Sacre bleu. Yes. Uh, what <laughs> was the other my one? Mae West. Oh, okay, who in here drinks milk? Right here. Like by the glass? No, the question was like on its own. On its own. Yeah, absolutely. You do. Like you'll sit down and have a glass of milk with like a bowl of spaghetti or something? It's as if you're in my house As a grown man? Absolutely. Sitting there drinking milk? pizza is fantastic. Oh, Oh my God. Uh, Also, orange candy is the best flavored candy. Anybody have that? No. No, because I like red. What is the best flavored candy? Shem? Uh, Red. I agree with Maury. Ah, purple. Purple. Because red could be anything. Strawberry, raspberry, other red. The only candy I will ever eat is yellow. Why? Why? Don't know. Because I like the lemony flavor. If there ever is candy, it's and it's yellow. It's usually lemony flavor. No way. And to me, I won't eat any other. I won't eat like any other kind of candy. Red Smarties, man. Like the like the yellow lollipops were always the best lollipops. No. Mm. Actually, green, oh. green lollipops. Green. Yeah. Lime. I will glass of milk over there. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I think I messed up on that TikTok challenge. Oh, why? You want me to go through them again real quick? Yeah. So, okay. So the thing was, you hold up 10 fingers. Mm-hmm. And if you put more down, if you put more than five fingers down, your opinions about food are different than most. Okay. And. Do you want us to ding as we put our fingers down? No, you already did it, Mar. Um I'm either at eight or, or seven. Seven up. up. Like seven yeah, left finger, up, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think so, I'm, I might have been, I originally said seven, but I think it might actually be eight if you okay. can go through them just so I can get the math. Sure. Right. So if you want to, if you're listening right now, um, take your hands off the wheel if you're driving because we want you to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Close your eyes if you need to. Whatever. Use the imagination. There's, there's, everybody's stuck in traffic. You can steer with your knee. Okay. <laughs> take your hands off the wheel and put 10 fingers in the air. Yeah. And then I'm going to go through these with you. Okay? okay. Put one finger down if you agree with this. Orange juice is superior than apple juice. Yes. Watermelon is overrated. If you prefer Pepsi over Coke. If you like mushrooms. If you think avocados or guacamole is disgusting. If you prefer vanilla ice cream over chocolate ice cream. If you don't like Nutella or think that peanut butter is better. If you enjoy drinking milk by itself. 
if you enjoy eating soggy cereal, if you don't like cake, if you think orange candy is the best flavor candy, if you think dark chocolate is better than milk chocolate, if you like pickles. Wait, now I'm... Okay, so I'm at... Uh, so I was right originally. I'm at seven. Yeah, Wait, so, se- so so how many did you put down, though? Three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Last time I had six, now I have seven. Okay, give me the number you put down. The whole idea is what I you put, put down. I put down three. That's the number you need. Don't oh, okay. say seven. Okay. So no, but my put, answer is different this time. Okay. It's so weird. Okay. You put down three fingers. Yeah. I put down I put eight. Down three. I put down eight fingers. Wow. Shem put down eight fingers. You put down how many fingers, Mocha? I said I put down three fingers. You put down three fingers. So your opinions on food are apparently right in line with normal humans. Same with you, Maury. Because and like you would and eat soggy cereal. Well, soggy cereal is good. I enjoy soggy cereal. And you and Shem are yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people have opinions about this. Uh, Carrie is Water, on the f- watermelon's overrated. <laughs> Carrie, what do you want to say? Well, I was very confused by this exercise, so I must be super weird because I only had one finger left. Yeah, I only had two left. That's like insane to me. I like soggy cereal, milk. What was um, the, what was the thing that you didn't put your finger down for? Now I forget. Mushrooms? Uh. <laughs> you like mushrooms? I like mushrooms. Ugh. All kinds. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I co- like mushrooms. Coke or Pepsi? I'm Coke. Oh, what about wall- watermelon being overrated? I highly agree with that. Excuse I you? I put my finger down for that. Yeah, no so do I. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon's delicious. I love watermelon. No, the girls always cut up a watermelon. They're like, here, oh my God, this watermelon's so good. And I eat it, and I'm like, it's nothing. Like, I've never had watermelon where I've been like, oh my God, this is so good. There's nothing oh, to I watermelon. Agree. There's it's nothing so to boring. it. You know what watermelon tastes like to me? A glass of water that you have dissolved a popsicle in, where there's not enough no. flavor to make not it. Putting in- like whipped cream on top. No, because there's not enough flavor in watermelon to even call That's it flavorful. That's because you're having the wrong watermelon. Oh, there's more than one. There's different kinds Bro, of watermelon. They're so <laughs> please, good. Please. When you get the right one, nah. that's got the right amount of taste. Nah. Oh, you know, no. do you find it difficult yeah. to cut a watermelon? Uh, no. Why would I find it difficult? I to find cut it a difficult watermelon? to cut them in squares. Squares. Yeah, so you can put the toothpick in it. Who eats watermelon in squares? <laughs> what? So you can put it on a fruit plate. You don't. First of all, for who? Your friends? All your friends that come over? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> never tells the truth. He never tells no, the truth. I know. You've never once tried to cut a watermelon in squares. No, that I do. So I can up. put it in front of the TV no, for Matthew no, and I. That story's made up. That no, story's it's completely. Not. It's completely made up. You've never struggled to cut a watermelon in squares. Watermelon is just about the easiest thing in the world to uh-huh. cut. Right? You can cut a watermelon with a spoon. No. <laughs> because once you get a couple of squares, there's always a little bit left that is in a triangle form. Okay. Uh, watermelon, the trick of the watermelon is use a uh, melon baller mm-hmm. and comes out in perfect little circles. <laughs> or what we do, slice it. Yeah. And slice it again. Yeah. And slice it again. Right. And slice it again. Yeah. And then you end up with all triangles and uh, then you eat it. And okay. that's it. No yeah. squares. You can also do that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look good on a fruit plate. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Saturday Night Live is returning, yes. and uh, they've released their lineup for all of where are we here? All of October, I think it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, man. I just lost it. Give me a second. That's what she said. <laughs> Stop it! What is the matter with you? <laughs> you are you are the worst person ever. Uh so um man, give me a sec. Maury, can you tell me who Oh my god, this is a disaster. Nothing's working. Thank you. Okay, so 
Uh, October 2nd is uh, Owen Wilson and Casey Musgraves. Love it. Kim Kardashian and Halsey October 9th. Rami Malek and Young Thug on October 16th. Jason Sudeikis and uh, Brandi Carlisle on uh, October 23rd. Excited for the Jason Sudeikis one. Definitely excited for the Kim K one. And so Lorne Michaels was doing a press conference and uh, somebody had asked him because right now on the website, it's still listed as... Uh, Pete Davidson and Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. and all these people are still there. Um, and we had thought that they had really said goodbye and that they were going to be gone. So this is Lauren Michaels. The season premiere is just around the corner. So we have to ask who will be back. There are lots of rumors that we might not see Cecily again or that Pete Davidson might not return. What can you tell us? I'm not going to tell you much, uh, uh, but I don't think anybody will be heartbroken. You don't think any what? Will be heartbroken. I think people will be happy with so well if they were staying he would have said they're staying exactly and when it comes to kim k hosting um a lot of people have a problem with that i don't much like a lot of people had a problem when elon musk hosted why is he hosting he's not in show business he's just sort of popular and then it turns out that that was the highest rated episode of mm-hmm. the year so they know what they're doing uh but deborah messing wrote underneath the announcement that kim k was going to be deborah one of the hosts messing? she always gets involved in this stuff grace from will and grace yeah, she always gets involved so deborah messing wrote why kim kardashian i mean i know she's a cultural icon but snl has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film tv show or album launch am i missing something and yeah, what you're missing is that Kim K is helping to promote an episode of SNL. So then eyes to be on SNL that night in the comment section of that. Everybody kept reminding Deborah Messing that at one time Kim Kardashian was a musical performer. Huh? And they kept posting the video for Jam Turn It Up. Do you remember this? No. <laughs> if she did if kim k went out there and did jam turn it up yeah this is for you deborah messing but also i don't think enough people knew jam turn it up for it to actually be sort of kitschy and fun i think that it would they would just think that it was like a whole new song or like a skit or like a skit (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. don't do that kim if you see whatever if you see the video the like you can't do this stuff anymore. Like 2011 was one of those weird times where like there's just stuff that you could do. Like Kim K did a video and this is back when she got a little bit famous, a little bit of popularity. And then what are you going to do to capitalize on it? Will you make a music video? Um, the whole beginning of the music video is Kim K in booty shorts on her hands and knees with a camera following around only her butt. Oh, no joke. Like no joke. Yeah. I don't need that in my yeah. YouTube history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to look that up. No, but come on. They would understand once they heard the song, no? <laughs> Why, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, question for you. What time do you eat dinner? Oh, it depends. Some days it's like 4.30, some days 5.30. I've eaten as early as 3.45. So they, in a recent poll, they asked when you usually sit down for you. They called it evening meal, but let's just say dinner. So yeah. 34% of people said um, between 6 and 7. That's oh, their no. number one answer. I'm done and wrapped by 6. You are. Yeah. Uh, 25% of people said between 5 and 6. Yeah, that's me. Um, and then I guess the rest would be before 7. So 23% said between 7 and 8. I usually eat around 8. Hmm. Around 8. But then don't you eat again at like 10? No. Oh, no. I thought you did. No, no. Sometimes. I, no, I only eat because Catherine likes to eat early, right? Mm-hmm. So she's part of the, um, you know, super early eaters, like 4 o'clock kind of thing if she had her way. And then I'll have to eat later after that. But usually Catherine I only eat, and I eat Roxy one Roxy should come eat dinner at our house. I know. I know. Uh, 4% eat dinner at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what time do you eat dinner? But you said between like normally wrap by what time? Oh, wrap by six. Wrap by six. Dishes done everything. Really Ready done for, for the, the night. night. Yeah, finished. Uh, dinner served at four forty-five. Four forty-five. Yeah, I I start cooking at four. I want uh, Matthew eating no later than five. What do you want Matthew eating? What does what? that mean? So that when he's finished at five, I want him eating at five, so that we can so I can make sure that we go out to walk the dog. So when it's it's not too late. Then we eat dessert by nine. Oh, wow. Interesting. You break up dinner and dessert like that, huh? Two yeah, the way you, when you go for a walk, you make room for dessert. Right. Huh. Hmm. 4.45, 4.45. You don't work hard enough, man. <laughs> if you're, if you're, I'm telling you, if you're able to cook dinner, if you're able to start dinner at like, you know, in the threes, yeah. you're not working hard enough. You've just been working at that time. You know, there are days where I will get home from this show, and I'm usually home like around 12, yeah, right? yeah. And at like 1.30, 2 o'clock, Jen yeah. and I are starting to, to prepare dinner. No. Yeah, we're gathering really? all, the, all the things. That's all that we're gathering. All, no, we would, I eat lunch when I get home. Yeah. And then we're like gathering all the, the stuff for dinner. Really? And then we start preparing. Yeah, got all the ingredients out, ready to go. What's the earliest you will generally eat? Not like once every now and then, but like cons- quite consistently. What's the earliest you'll eat oh, dinner? like five. Five. Four forty-five, yeah. five o'clock. Four forty-five. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. man. That's wild to me. What do you do with the rest of your night? You must be so bored. That's when we have chips. No, but then like I hang out with Cruz until it's his bath and bedtime. Yeah. And then when he goes to bed, yeah. then I'm usually, I go to bed like 30 minutes later. Really? Yeah. I had I had two chicken parms last night at 845. Bro, I was in this, I was in REM sleep at that yeah, point. Yeah, at eight forty-five last night. Yeah. yeah, you're not letting your body digest. I know. You, you what was I, it you ate? Two chicken parms. Yeah, I was How dreaming you, of chicken parm. Yeah. How are you not gassy? <laughs> I'm so I'm always gassy, Maury. <laughs> I'm always gassy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to play this for you real quick. Show. Uh, actress Gabrielle Union. She's got a new memoir out called You Got Anything Stronger. Gabrielle Union, uh, married to retired basketball player Dwayne Wade, who used to be with Miami. Yep. So she was talking to Angie Martinez on Power 105, radio station in New York, about a very unfortunate situation that took place where she was feeling, feeling a little backed up down there. Oh, oh. And needed some help, so she took some X-lax. yeah. Um, but she took the X-lax and then had to go out that evening. 
It's that place good. that she went to that evening was a strip club. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen to Gabrielle Union tell this story. Gab, why would food. you take an X-Lax going to the strip club? Because it's, it's supposed to take time. Like time, like you, you're, okay. it's not immediate. I've never experienced like immediate relief. Get in the club, they, they, you know, Gabrielle Union's in the building, you know, send her the wings, girls, you know, whatever. So I'm surrounded, I'm feeling myself, I'm, I'm the king of New York, you know, in the strip club. Everything's going great. All of a sudden, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh <laughs> no, my no, God. No, 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 oh, no, oh, no. Flop sweat, full flop sweat. That's the worst. Mm-mm. You spill like you're poisoned. Yeah. Oh, I'm dying. I'm, this is happening. This is how I'm going to literally die in a strip club. But the, the girl that had been dancing for me, she sees the sudden flop sweat and the alarm on my face. <laughs> she's like, and am she's I doing like, something baby, are wrong? you okay? And I'm like, um, I, need, I need to use a private uh, bathroom. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Come, come, you know, come this way. So she takes me into their private area. There's a public restroom, but what I had to do, I, I needed a little bit more privacy. So she takes me into the girl's private, you know, area. <laughs> yes. But they're all in there and there's one bathroom in this like relatively small space. Oh, no. Right. So I come in and they're like, oh my God, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, oh, no. okay. No, no time. No time. But I'm like, are they going to leave? Are they, They're going to hear this. They're going to hear this unfortunate explosion that is about to happen. I'm sweating more. Now it's like embarrassment and, and like just tr- oh, trouble. Oh, no. At a certain point, I was just like, F it. I'm go- I gotta go in and, and, and handle business. And so I'm in there. You, you know, you can't really rush those things. No. I'm, I'm just trying to like, hoping to almost to like wait them out. So like, maybe they have to, like their shift is up, you know, or whatever. They go home. Um, but I eventually come out and, you know, it's kind of like the, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That oh, is the that's my, worst. That's my worst nightmare. Being somewhere and you have to yeah, handle that's business. My, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, like just like, like that, where it's just an emergency. I would feel like you feel so helpless because I'm not the type that can just like what I would have probably like if it meant going to the like to the private change room in a strip club. Uh-huh. Or like behind a tree in the parking lot. Oh, pick, I, I pick the tree every single every time. Single There's time. no scenario no. where that tree no isn't getting it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gabby. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm looking at this picture of a uh, Kevin Bacon posted. You know Footloose. Yeah. So I guess he was doing laundry, and his wife Kira Sedgwick. So mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, 63, Kira is 56, and he's been doing laundry. They've been together since 88. Mm. So like four years after he did Footloose, I guess. Okay. Strong well, marriage. It's a long time. And so he's doing laundry, mm-hmm. and he takes a picture of her thong on top of the washing machine. Oh, no. And, and she got mad. And right down the front of her thong, uh-huh. she has like bedazzled into it, I heart KB. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> One of many, you think, or one of one? Oh, I don't know. Would Jen ever do that? Would Jen ever have uh, I Love Mocha undies? I don't think so. You don't think so? Would you want her to? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah? Yeah. This is your way of hinting out at Catherine? (laughs) <laughs> no, she can do this. She like wants I me. love RW. Listen, I'm not gonna. I would just say if if it happened, it happened. I'm not gonna hint uh, at maybe you should put jewels in your underpants because to me that doesn't Kevin sound Bacon comfortable. Bought these for her? Uh, no. Oh, no, I, thought I don't that. think so. No, I thought no, no, no. that. No, I think this is all like her. as a Valentine's Day gift. No, no, no. This is all. This is all her. Would Matthew ever wear 
Absolutely. Undies that say I love. He has a, a big pillow with my face on it, and I wanted to throw it out, and he's like, "No, no, like what happens if you die? Then I have this pillow." What happens you. when you oh, die? You've left so little in that house and in that home and in that life that he knows already that if you die, the only thing he has left is a pillow. But it has my face on it, so I found that sweet. <laughs> Wait, but did you did you gift him that, or he went and got it done himself? He bought we bought it, it together at the M and M store. Huh? Like at M and M's, you can you can put your picture on pillows and stuff right, like that. Yeah. Right, right. In New York, on a wait, so it's on a uh, M and M shaped pillow. Yeah, yeah. Do you have? Do you, and I gave him a um, a towel. Do with you my have? Face on do you have like sort of sexy hmm. clothes that you guys wear for each other or no? Like he, d- he has a like. Um, okay, so let yes. me re- let me rephrase that. Like, are there are there ever times where you see Matthew? Wearing something, and Absolutely. then and then you realize it's business time. Absolutely, when he wears, <laughs> when he wears his Hanukkah tidy whities, they have a menorah on them. You wear, you think, you get the My hint that it's goodness. business time when he's wearing menorah underpants. <laughs> yeah, he, I, he's so sexy in his menorah. Hold underwear. on, but but does he know that that's business time, or is that you just liking? Oh, I've established that those are the sexy underwear when he wears those because they're super. Where's tight. the menorah? Where you like think in, it is. Well, I don't think it's anything. Where's the menorah? Yeah. Oh, right in the front. Right in the front. Mm. Yeah. Small and the menorah? eighth candle is... No, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> right? <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> no, Devin Moore is, hasn't been lit in years. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Welcome to it, Christina. What is going on in your life? Ah, so, I met an awesome guy on Hinge. Things were going amazing, except for one thing. His dog. Yeah, you were to say, Rosamoka fixed my life. Uh, the guy is the owner of a year and a half old Labrador Retriever. Aww. I've uh, loved dogs. You get along great with animals. You have a cat at home, but you said that you're finding the dog to be a huge obstacle, literally. Uh, she always interrupts your conversations, and it's especially hard uh, since you're still just getting to know him. You can't even kiss because the dog pushes the face right up in between you guys. It's frustrating. Oh, it's also, you say, embarrassing with her out in public because she behaves untrained, barking aggressively at people and other dogs, and I would hate to break up with them because of his dog, but feels so torn. What do I do? Damn, that dog is jealous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess so, and it, I guess it doesn't help me because it's a girl too. I... There's another bitch in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that that dog sees you as like getting in the way, right? And and is trying yeah. to trying to let you know what the the pack order is, yeah. and trying to push you down to the bottom. Yeah. Now it's like I don't know what to do because I feel like he's so easy on her. Mm. And it's like, I kind of want to be a little more strict because, you know, when you're training an animal, you kind of have to be more assertive. Yeah. He's just very relaxed. Yeah. Like, you know, she'll do that stuff and then he'll be like, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Like, See, do- <laughs> dogs are like guys, right? Like guys thrive under structure and discipline. That's what dogs thrive under. And if the dog doesn't know its place in the pack, uh, then it's always just going to be fighting to get to the top. And then when you have you coming in there, sticking your nose around, um, it doesn't know where it sits. And that's on your, your new guy, not on the dog. 
And yeah. um, I think that, jeez, I, I think that the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to go over there one time and it's going to happen and you don't even know it's going to happen, but you're probably going to fall in love with that dog. And then that dog is going to be the reason that you don't wind up dumping a real mediocre guy. You know what I mean? Like, I think that <laughs> yeah. I think that the whole situation could switch at some point. So uh, I think that if you do like this guy and you are committed to this guy to have a conversation about the dog, I don't think is bad. When I first met Catherine, she had a dog. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this dog hated me. Okay? Really? Yeah. I can, first of all, most dogs do. I'm the guy like I cannot tell you the amount of times in my life I've stood in front of a dog. And have the owner go, oh, my God, she's never done this before. <laughs> right? really? like, I'm, I'm that guy, right? Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. They get sensitive. Dogs don't like me. For, I love something. dogs. Sure. Dogs do no. not like me, right? I slept with my hands in little fists under the pillow because if I fell asleep, Catherine's, I would wake up with my hands being bitten. <laughs> no joke. No really? joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No joke. So I think that if you really like this guy, um, I think that you can have a conversation that the dog needs to get a little discipline. Maybe you do it together as a couple. Uh, so you both bond with the dog at the same time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. It's just so weird because, like, you see how you dogs don't really take to you well they've yeah. always taken to me well yeah. so i just mm. i find it so weird i, I think it's just because it this dog knows i'm on i like him and it's just like oh hold on this is my man yeah. um christina yeah. do you know has the dog been trained um so he yeah he says it's been trained but i don't know it doesn't behave very trained like, so we'll go out in public like we can't go to specific parks it can't even go to a dog park because uh. if it's these other dogs it gets upset hmm um, yeah, because my similar to what Roz is saying, great suggestion, by the way, is why don't you suggest that the two of you mm-hmm. take that dog to puppy school, puppy classes, right? Mm-hmm. And then that way, and the way you spin it is like I, that you want to get closer. You want to feel like you're a part of this dog's life as well. Yeah. How long have you been with this guy? Um, so it's actually only been over a month. Oh, oh. that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Weird enough, it's actually been the best relationship I've ever had. Oh. Um, like, he's not toxic. Um, he's just very understanding, super mature, uh, you know, total gentleman all around with that. It's just, this is like the one thing. And I don't think I've ever had this happen before because I've never dated anyone that's had a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've had, my ex had a bunny um, <laughs> not a dog. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ew. <laughs> is that why he's your ex? Exactly why. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, the dog's a problem," um, and because I'm sure he is, he knows it too. Like you, you see it. Uh, I, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with you saying, if we're going to take the next steps as a couple, I think that as a couple, we should take the next step with this dog too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and then and then if you say you don't like the dog and he dumps you, then you just sort of know where you stand in the pack, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I can't hate an animal. I love animals, so I, sure. I want to make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what to do. You know what to do. Have that conversation with him. Sounds good. Well, I'm definitely going to take that into uh, practice. Thank you so much, Rosamoka. Thank for you for, for reaching out, Christina. No problem. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye, love. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I got to play you this clip here. It's um, Nicole Richie, who just turned uh, 40. Maury just put it in for you. It's super quick, but you have to hear it. Okay. Uh, Nicole Richie, who just turned 40, mm-hmm. was, they were like doing a birthday party for her at a restaurant. That's and nice. they 
had the birthday cake there, and she's like, just does the birthday thing where you lean in and you blow out the candles. Oh, was one but of them trick candles? No, when she blows out the candles, both sides of her hair were hanging down, yeah. and as she went in to blow out the last one, both sides of her hair go up in flames. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Is she okay? Yeah, listen to this. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then the camera cuts. Oh, no. Whoever, whoever was filming it. Was it like and her it, all her hair? So like her whole head of hair? So it starts off just like a little bit, but you know product, right? Like you put a little bit of hairspray or anything in that hair, it's going to go right up. Uh-huh. And so one side sort of starts and she sees it and she pats it out and there's a tiny little ember like on the other side. And then all of a sudden it just goes whoosh, <gasps> like right, like right up. No. But she posted the picture on her uh on her own Insta, yeah. and she wrote, "Well, so far, forty is fire emoji." Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then so she's uh, okay. And then her husband, uh, Joel Madden, um, wrote underneath that, and he just simply wrote, "That's hot." <laughs> um, so I guess she's fine. <laughs> I yeah. guess she's fine, but it is so shocking when you see somebody's hair go up in flames like that. Like it happens oh, yeah. so fast, fast. It's like when you get cotton candy wet; like it just disappears. Like it's whoosh, yeah, just gone. And the smell of burnt oh, hair yeah. is the worst. She yeah. probably just hated the rest of the night. It's what my kitchen smells like every day. Burnt, burnt hair? hair? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Why? Because I always burn the hair off my arms and I'm reaching over. How long are the hair on your arms? No, it's just like I, because if I'm moving, if I'm moving pans around on the stove, uh-huh. I don't shut the burners off, right? Like I'm just transferring one thing to another thing, right? Hair so to I, hair. Yeah, so I rarely shut the burners off, so I will always reach across a burner that's on yeah. to grab the pot behind it to bring it forward. Like, I'll like I'll turn the burner on before I move the pot How on. How do you not have right? burns on your arms? What's that? Oh, I have burns everywhere on my arms. I, I'm always covered in burns. I'm always covered in burns. And then do you... Um, and the place smells so bad. And sometimes when you're cooking something real good, yeah. like I'm making a soup, uh-huh. like a chicken soup with like tons of thyme and veg, and it just mm. smells so good. And then you burn your arm, and then everything in there just smells like burnt hair. Oh, that's like so it's gross. so gross. Burnt hair is one of the worst smells. And then do you like obsessively ever. smell your arm? Yeah, you do. I, I do. Bet. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew do. it. Yeah, I knew yeah. you're one of those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, I do. And yeah. then and what, I don't do you call like Kat- it. Or, no, no. Do you I call rub- Catherine over and say, "Smell my arm." Uh, no, I rub my hand on my arm, and, yeah. then, I, and then I smell my fingers. No. Yeah, like, like if Molly I burn Shannon, that, yeah. that character yeah. from SNL, where she sticks her arms under her armpits and superstar. Yeah. You are disgusting, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Danielle, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, first of all, thank you very much for uh, for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show and spending part of your day with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, how long have you been listening to the show now for? Uh, years. Years. Okay, so uh, throughout years. the years, because Roz and I have been on the on the radio together for 12 years now, throughout the years, you've heard us say that neither Roz or I don't follow Dammit Maury on social media, right? Yes, and why? And that was your, your question specifically for Roz? Yes. Why, why don't I? Yeah. Because it hurts him. Aww. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm joking. Uh, where, no, where all this started, where it all started was um, when we started this show, Facebook was really the only social media platform. Yeah. And Mocha and I started accumulating all of these followers on Facebook. But Mocha and I doing this show and being partners on this show, Mocha and I never followed each other. 
Okay. Yeah, we were never Facebook friends. We were never Facebook friends. And it <laughs> and it drove people crazy. Like fans yeah. of the show could not tolerate the fact that we were not Facebook friends. And yeah. so we just didn't follow each other after a point out of spite because it drove people so crazy. Mm-hmm. And then okay. so so knowing what that's like my not following Maury is far more interesting for this show than if I did follow Maury because it has just always been a point of contention and aggravation and frustration and all of those things uh, because I because we don't follow Maury. Can I, I add to the contentious point? I, I purposely didn't follow Maury on any social because he kept pestering for me to follow him. Yes. And then out okay. of spite, same thing, out of spite, because he kept asking and asking and asking, I just purposely did not hit follow right. on Instagram or Twitter. Right. To add to the contentious point, the other thing that drives me nuts is Mocha follows my husband, Matthew. Right. And when Matthew, <laughs> and he rarely posts, but whenever Matthew does, yeah. Mocha is right there with an awesome comment. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have notifications turned on for Dan and Matthew. So I see as soon as something as soon as something goes live, I'm there yeah. with the I tap on the heart, right. so I like it, oh, and then I leave wow. a comment. Wow! <laughs> and it could be a picture of the two of us, and Mocha will say, "Matthew, you're looking great." Oh my God, that's so funny! <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it! So funny. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's so it, mean. It's far more it's far more interesting to to not follow. Also, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't follow Maury, but every single time Maury posts something that he thinks that I should see, he DMs it to me. Oh, okay, and then not so you're good. And and if I don't respond to the DM, he texts it to me. Okay, okay. So I'm well aware of what's going on on Maury's social media because he won't let me forget it. Well, good for Maury then. Yeah, I exactly. wanted to save up and pay Mocha for some likes. Pay him? Be like, here, if I give don't, you 20 bucks, will you that, like two of my posts? $20? $20. Please. Please, Maury, please. You gotta pay up way more than that. <laughs> yeah. Way more. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Agree. yeah. Well, clearly it works because you have the fans wondering why. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Thank you for your dedication to the Raza Mocha show, Danielle. Thanks for calling. I'm glad you knew my name. Hey, wow. uh, between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Between the two of you, I like Roz. Mm. I'll take it. I'll take that win. Love you, love you both, but Roz just has that sarcasm that I like. Oh, because I'm a jerk. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love you, Danielle. Take care. Love you too. Bye, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I got to play this clip. Of? A guy named WAC 100. Huh? Apparently, WAC 100 is uh, Ray J's former manager. And WAC 100 says that there is a, like, sequel to the Ray J Kim video. Kim Kardashian video. No, it's not. And... You have to listen to this explanation as to what he ultimately would like to happen with the video. Because if you're sitting on a video that is like a part two of Ray J and Kim Kardashian, that video that just made her so famous all those years ago, and the idiot that released it, whether that idiot is Ray J or that idiot's her mom, who knows? Um, now, a normal person who's doing an interview saying that there's a part two to this video, one, you would either just keep your mouth shut about it, or if you did want to give it, like if it was some sort of original copy, original version, you'd think that you would 
just give it to Kim Kardashian so she could just take it and destroy it, right? But guys are so dumb. And listen, this guy here, WAC 100, is yeah. so dumb with what he said that he would like to do. Hold on. Let's go back here for a to second, To this video. Though. Let's go back here for a second, though. Because what is the motivation and... Clout. And what's the uh, eventual, like... Clout. Is it just clout? Or is it is there, like, a bigger picture of... What's going to happen moving forward? No, there's no there's no bigger picture. Here, I'll play it for you from my computer here. Listen, I'll play this clip for you. This is WAC 100 talking about this video. Remember, the guy's name is WAC 100. And what he wants to do also, with this. a new name, bro. I know. What he wants to do with this. What he wants to do with this video. Go for it. All I know is this. Kanye, holla at me, bro. We got part two on the laptop. Ain't never been seen. We'd love for you to have it. It'd be a great personal private NFT. <laughs> so there's An another Ray J. Kim K. sex tape. Yeah, that was more graphic and better than the first one. Is it ever going to see the light of day? Me, personally, I would never give it to anybody but Kanye. But Kanye? He's got kids, a mother, his children. Mm. There's a lot of people that didn't try to reach Even for that. For a Kanye. price tag, obviously, Kanye could buy it from you, or would you just give it to him and you say it's... You know it's what? So I, I probably would, because it's Kanye, I probably would give it to Kanye. Okay. You're going to give it to Kanye? But why would Not you even... Not Kim? But why would you even... Talk about doing that, though. But not Kim. But not Kim. Like, and your also, immediate thought is, I got part two of Ray J and Kim Kardashian. By the way, Kim's lawyer says, the claim that there's an unreleased sex tape is unequivocally false. Uh, it is unfortunate that people make these statements to try to get their 15 minutes of fame. So I don't even know if there is one. But even still, let's just say there is one. Your instinct as a man who has a woman in that position on tape who's as famous as Kim Kardashian is and... Not that anybody would care, not that it would do any damage, not that it should do any damage. Mm -hmm. But your immediate instinct is to give that tape to her ex-husband? Because that's just like what, what dudes do? Like you give it to the guy, you give it to the husband? Would you expect anything? Who else? thinks like this? Less than uh, whack 100, whack apparently. Whack 100, apparently. <laughs> like, who thinks like what that? A weirdo. Also, um... My question again is why after all this time, everybody else has moved on with life. Right. With their own individual lives and they're all doing their own things. Right. Why bring this up again when no, literally nobody else is talking about I don't this? Know, because it's just, it's cloud. Everybody wants to have something that nobody else has. You know what I mean? Like that's just, that's just it. Everybody wants something that nobody else has. Everybody wants that secret. Everybody wants to have that new thing. And then to say that you're going to turn the Ray J. Kim video into an NFT <laughs> for God's sake, and sell it to Kanye. Not just hand it over to camera, destroy it, or even don't even mention it ever. Yeah, because it really does. It, what's the best that can happen from this, and what's the worst that can happen? Nothing good is going to happen from this. No, nothing. Give it to Kanye, though. That's the wildest thing I've ever heard. Whack one hundred. Whack one. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There is a big music anniversary today that I know Roz that you are going to enjoy celebrating because I know it's one of your favorite songs. Okay. Today is the 10-year anniversary since the release of Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. It's a big release. Um, it's a big anniversary. How many years? 10. Nine weeks it spent, nine straight weeks at number one on the Billboard charts. And at the time, it was the first number one by a Canadian female artist on the charts since Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne, which came out in 2007. Started the lip sync challenge as well. It really did. 
We interviewed. We interviewed Carl. She came in here not long after that song was released, and I have no memory of that interview because remember I got kidney stones during that interview. Oh yeah, was it either right before, or right after? It was she during the interview. In, no, she during came the in interview. that you were laying on the floor. No, it, was, it happened during the interview. Is when it happened, and then I left. As soon as the interview was done, oh. I, I had to leave. Excruciating pain. It's, yeah, I don't remember it. I, and I would, and I love Carly Rae Jepsen. Of course, but I, I, I have no memory of us celebrating those early days of Call Me really? Maybe. Yeah, because I blacked out because of kidney stones. It was uh, Justin Bieber, and when he was dating Selena at the time. Yes, uh, the two of them were here in Canada, and they heard the song on the radio. Like the song had already been playing on the radio, and they heard it, and then called Scooter Braun. Justin Bieber did. Mm-hmm. It was like. This song, like I've never heard a song like this before. It's catchy. It's yeah. already on the radio. It's amazing. Scooter Braun then calls Carly Rae Jepsen and signs her to his record label. Mm-hmm. And then that's what started all everything. The everything. lip syncing from all the celebrities. And then people started doing their own covers uh, of the song where almost every day you would go online and you would see somebody new, whether it was like a celebrity that we know or just like regular people or like up and coming musicians. Whole offices were doing, were doing it. We're doing uh, Call Me Maybe covers with dances and everything. There was guys on forklifts in warehouses doing the Call Me Maybe forkli- or, uh, lip sync challenge. It was a massive song nominated yeah. for uh, two Grammy Awards. Um, Damn it, Maury talked to Carly Rae back at the height of the explosion of this song. And asked her about the covers because it got to a point where there were so many. Too many, yeah. You couldn't even keep track yeah. of the amount of covers there were for this song. We last spoke, there's been 800 million, I give or take, covers of Call Me Maybe. Do you love that or are you like, dude, guys, you're going to kill my song? Oh my gosh, I absolutely love it. It's probably my favorite part of the whole thing is seeing covers. Um, it makes my day. Hmm. So today, we celebrate 10 years since the release of Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, I started watching a show called Hacks. Hacks. Seen the show? Uh She she won last night. Um, God, what's the actress's name? She's so good on the show. Like AJCKS? Let me me find that clip. Yeah. So it's about a uh, sort of older Vegas comic named Barbara Vance. Okay. Who's very much like trying to think of who she's sort of like wait where is this on uh cravish hbo something like that yeah yeah yeah. um and so she is a resident vegas comedian who's been doing the job for years decades Mm -hmm. and um she gets hooked up with a young writer what's that more gene smart yeah yeah thank you um and she gets hooked up with a young writer, this young woman who was one of these comedy writers that lost her deal because of a tweet that went viral and she oh, got and she got blackballed. No. So this young writer is out of work and the management sort of team behind this older comedian is looking to sort of revitalize her career a little bit. And so they hook them up and they hate each other, oh, no. um, but they have sort of comedy in common. And the show's really good. Yeah. Like it's really. How long are the episodes? Half hour, super oh, quick. Nice. But uh, but Gene Smart is so Gene good. Smart. She, you'll know where to see her. Like if you just Google Gene Smart, you'll know where to see her. Uh, but the show is so, so good. She's so incredible in it oh yes i do know her yeah and the whole thing is like in vegas and i don't know who the young actress is who uh who plays her 
uh, her writing partner. But uh, but it's like it's everything everything. It's like a different sense of humor between like older people and younger people. Like you know, like the sort of older generation, they're all like, like the, you, you know, like the why can't you tell this joke? And then the young person's all like, well, you can't. And then you know, the old person's like, this isn't a joke. There's no punchline. And then the younger writers like, there doesn't have to be a punchline. Mm-hmm. Comedy doesn't work like that anyway. Any, you know anymore? Like it's really You're describing our show right. It's now. really good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What's the matter with you? I'm surprised. Actually, I'm not surprised you didn't hear what the is, first What time. is the matter with you? What is the matter with you, man? What is the matter with you, Maury? People would know her from designing women. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She was on designing she was on designing women. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And where's that young girl from on the show? Do you know? Any idea? I don't know. I've never seen her before. She's great though. Hold on. What's the show called? It's called yeah. Hacks. Let's see. Yeah. Is she Gen Z like me? Oh my god. I don't even know why I brought this up. I am never going to bring up things about any sort of like show or movie that has to do with any sort of age differential between two people. Why? What do you mean why? Because of what you just did. You always bring it back. Oh, just like this show. I'm the young guy. You're the old guy. Like it just it's so it hurt. It's hurtful, man. Uh, Is the actress's name Ava? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the character's name. Isn't it? All right. Hannah. Uh, What's that? She hasn't done anything. Yeah, because I don't recognize her anything, but she's incredible. Einbinder. She's incredible on this show. And you'll love it because the whole thing takes place in Las Vegas. Oh, so there's Vegas. like, there's so much Vegas. Yeah. Um, there's so much Vegas in the show. Man, I miss, I miss Vegas so much. Yeah, there's so much Vegas in this show. But if you get a chance and you're dying for a new show, because yeah. uh, I know this this past episode of Ted Lasso sort of lost me a little bit. Oh, like it's, it's the I, worst. It's, it's, it, yeah, it really did. It sort of lost me. And I kind of felt empty afterwards yeah. where I didn't get that satisfaction that I normally get from watching Ted Lasso. And then I and then we discovered uh, Hacks and put Hacks on. And I felt great again like yeah. i was just i was like oh my god thank you watching a fantastic television show it's really good and why do you look at me like i'm old for i i what do you look at me like that for what i'm listening to your story no you're not you're looking at me like like what how people look at old people and they're like <laughs> are you done yet <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh Sean Mendez did the Vanity Fair lie detector test. Oh my God! Did he really? Yeah, love it. There's a couple that I want to, uh, I want to get through here. I don't know why they do this. Remember when we used to do lie detector tests on this show with Maury? Mm. So fun. I so many that. lies. So many lies. <laughs> there was just no point on doing it because he never told the truth. Yeah. Can I just say I, I watched the whole thing of this? Yeah. And I felt they could have asked tougher questions. Well, it's well, Sean Mendes. Like, yeah, they're, they're not, not going It's to. Vanity Fair with Sean Mendes. Like, they're not going <laughs> to. No, but not... when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, what but what not, were you uh... hoping to get out of this? Like, I just thought they would ask him, like, really tough questions. Like, you know, um, have you, you know, cheated on Camilla or something like that? What? Well, what good does well, that do? Well, then if do? he says no, then oh no, the guy would be like, no, he is telling the truth. He has not. Like I want it. Like they're not out of here. It's vanity fair. They're not trying to destroy <laughs> the know, man. But like the headline was like, Sean Mendes gets you know sweaty watching you know doing a lie detector test. I was like, get oh my sweaty. god, get sweaty, get sweaty. Look at this guy, right? Get sweaty. Is he sweating? How did it go? Although things got really good was when they talked to him about TikTok. Was he sweating? Uh, play this one for me. This is um, talking about uh, Taylor Swift, his friendship, and Taylor's new boyfriend. Clip number two. You toured with Taylor Swift in 2015. Mm-hmm. Have you remained friends ever since? Yeah. Do you guys still text? Yeah. I, I, I always am asking her for advice on music. 
When was the last time you texted? Maybe a month ago. So whatever that counts for, I was still texting. Do you approve of Taylor's current boyfriend, Joe Allen? I've never personally met Joe, but he looks like a he looks like a sweet guy. You're not telling the truth. You're being deceptive. I'm lying a little bit. Yeah, some, I mean, he's kind of got a little bit of a villain look about him. I, I, I mean, he looks like a nice guy, but like it, he he like at any like movement could turn into a villain, you know. But <laughs> he's got really blue eyes, and I struggle with like eyes that blue, you know, like. Uh huh. I struggle. Oh, I struggle. On. Looks like a little bit of a villain. So who's the person? The the, the somebody person? from Vanity Fair, and then the guy the there okay. is the the she's guy. Being extremely the, dramatic. You have to be. I guess. Uh, well, basically. the guy that's running, he's like the official guy. Sure. Although these are completely not admissible, but they are a lot of fun. Uh, number three is which one, Maury? So they asked him about. So on TikTok, as you're scrolling, remember you talked about this once. The algorithm, your yes. own algorithm. Yes. So they asked him about his TikTok, and he it got really awkward. Would people be surprised to see what's on your For You page? Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm sure they would. I don't know what people are expecting to be on my For You page. Sean, what's on your For You page? <laughs> I <don't>, things. <laughs> All types. Of, what's on your For You page? <laughs> this stuff. That's private. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a for me page. Oh, oh. <laughs> What's not, like is he like fascinated with uh, like pimple popping videos maybe, or something? Maybe, like ingrown hair removal something videos, something like that. Something, <laughs> and he just and he went too far down, yeah. and now his TikTok feed is ruined. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know you got to delete the account. Yeah, start up a new one. Sean Mendes <laughs> one. <laughs> do you have the John Mayer one there? Uh, I mean, of course I do. Uh, you once said that this man, John Mayer. Hmm. He's one of your really, really good friends. Uh-huh. As his really good friend, do you think he'll be a lifelong bachelor? No. I think that when he's ready, he surrenders. Oh. The right person's going to fall into his world. So you're saying he's not ready now? I think... I think... I can't tell. I mean, I think he... I, I don't feel like he's ready from my conversations with him. <laughs> oh, you get oh. nervous there, Sean. Have you ever tried to set him up with anyone? I think I've, I might have thought about it, but I don't think I've ever acted on it, no. Mm. You sure? This is a really important question. All right. Can you give me his number? John? <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's being deceptive on that question. <laughs> no way. I was lying. <laughs> My favorite one is, uh, uh, this is um, uh, Sean Mendes, by the way, doing the Vanity Fair lie detector test. Mm -hmm. um, go to when he talks about uh, um, his mom cleaning his place. In 2018, you said your mom still cleaned your Toronto apartment. Yeah. Is that still true? Yes. Wow. I mean, yes. Oh, damn. I can't wow. say no because sometimes I clean it, sometimes she cleans it. Wow. How often do you clean it? I'd say less than 50% of the time. Oh, Sean Mendes, <laughs> come on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Caitlin Bergen is a linguistics student at Carleton University in Ottawa. Now, she's originally from Toronto and doing a study on how people from all over say 
Toronto. Welcome to the Razamoga Show, Caitlin. Um, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 27. 27, okay. born in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So what is the fascination or why are you studying right now uh, how people actually say Toronto? <laughs> um, well, I think that this is a, a question that has been asked a lot in our city. Um, anecdotally, a lot of people bring it up. You know, you always hear jokes about people saying, uh, you can tell so-and-so isn't from here because they say the second T in Toronto, mm. um, stuff like that. And a couple of years ago, when I was at the one of a kind show, I saw a tote bag that featured five different spellings of Toronto. And I never really thought of it much. <laughs> um, so this kind of sparked a little bit of curiosity. Um, I started seeing posts on Reddit where people were asking that question. How do you how do you pronounce Toronto? And they'd get hundreds of responses. Um, I saw artwork and photographs being posted, clothing, buttons, accessories were being made. Um, and I realized that there was a lot of interest in this in our city, and it was a really unique opportunity for some sociolinguistic research. You know what I find interesting? In the less than two minutes that we've been on the phone with you, you said Toronto two different ways. You said Toronto, <laughs> and then I also heard in there, Toronto with a CH. Um, I'm a Toronto girl in, in my heart, but when I'm speaking carefully, um, I will say Toronto with a T instead of a CH. Gotcha. Hmm. When I meet people from it's it's interesting. Um, when I when I meet people from the states, and they say where you're from, I always say Toronto. And then when they say it back to me, people in America pronounce Toronto with a hard toe at yes. the beginning. Toronto, uh-huh. right? They they really hit the toe or at Toronto, the beginning. Toronto, I it's hear a, some people say. Yeah, it's a, it's interesting. Is there a generational thing that that you found? Like, does does a certain younger generation maybe say it a little bit differently than than older people? Have you found that at all? Uh, so that's part of the survey. Um, the survey is still open, so we haven't analyzed any of the data yet. It's open until October thirty first, but. Uh, demographics such as age, gender, where mm. you grew up, if you were born in Toronto, what your mother tongue are, is, um, can all play into it. So uh, part of the survey is asking participants to listen to seven different recordings and making judgment calls, uh, such as, where do you think this person is from? Gotcha. Uh, how old are they? Uh, would you say Toronto this way? So that might be one of the answers we find when we analyze this data. Is there a right way? In your heart, no. in your heart, in your heart. <laughs> uh, no, no. Linguistics isn't necessarily concerned with uh, correct ways of saying things. It's more about the variation that occurs. Okay. What's you know, the... what's happening and why is it happening? Okay. But you have ears and you are obviously very passionate about the way that people pronounce Toronto. So if there isn't one right way, what's the worst way? What makes your, uh, what makes <laughs> what makes your hair stand up when you hear somebody say it? Um, I think we can all agree that Toronto uh, just sounds <laughs> yeah, objectively yeah, no, wrong. Super weird. Yeah, get out of my city <laughs> at that point. <laughs> you know, like, welcome here. Uh, what are the different variations that throughout this study that you've heard? Like, are there any pronunciations of, of Toronto that you've heard where you're like, man, I've never heard that one before? Um, so there's seven different ones, and we kind of made a scale going from like the most conservative option. So that's Toronto, uh-huh. uh, which is kind of like your American sportscaster pronunciation all the way to like the wackiest pronunciation where a whole bunch of things change um, to Chirana. Uh We tried to pick options that would be uh, within the realm of possibility, right? There's a lot of options that you could have that 
no one would say and we kind of figured like why waste people's time <laughs> um, responding to options that you know no one's going to agree with so what i did was i picked some of the more popular um options i saw posted on reddit tarana old guys say tarana yeah with an guys. Yeah, yeah yeah tarana you know it's so weird so i live in aurora right now and my wife grew up in aurora slash new market and throughout her entire life even now she says toronto Really? Yeah. yeah. Jenna's the only one that I know who's from here yeah. that still says Toronto. Really? Huh? Yeah. Like with the R and everything in everything. there? Everything. Every single letter That's is pronounced. So if you if you want to take part in this survey that Caitlin is doing, um, you can go to our Twitter. We just tweeted out the link, at KISS925. Uh, click that link, and it'll take you directly to the survey. Thank you so much. Uh, Caitlin, do people in Ottawa hate that you're doing a survey on, on Toronto? Because everybody else in the country uh, hates know- us, right? <laughs> You know what? There's a lot of Torontonians here. Oh, okay. So you got support. Yeah. Yes. Ha- have have fun in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next survey. You know what I mean? <laughs> the next case study. Caitlin, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show here in Toronto. Thank you for having me. You thank you. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. You. Take care. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay. So my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, V. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Good to have you here with us. Um, what's on your mind today? Uh, my new boss was never prom- uh, was never told about the promotion that I was promised. Yeah, you were. It says, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. Uh, there's been a restructuring in our department, and we got a new boss. I have worked in my current role for three years and was promised a promotion. I just found out from my new boss that it was never mentioned to her in her onboarding. And in fact, my old boss made insulting remarks towards me. Should I reach out to my old boss and set the record straight? Uh, She moved up to a different uh, brand within within the corporation and keeps reaching out to me for help. Did you have anything in writing about your new promotion? Uh, no, it was discussed at the year-end review. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the remarks, but she never actually put anything in writing and she never made any steps. It's, just, it's all just words. So it wasn't any sort of formal uh, offer? Like, you didn't, you don't have the details as far as what your new role would be, how much you'd be making, all that other stuff, right? Like, the it wasn't already in process. No, 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 it wasn't. It, wasn't, it was more like, we're going to promote you within this year, Mm-hmm. And like in our corporation, they just, she just needs to start that process to kind of kick it off. Now, did your old and boss say specifically, hey, we want you in this role? Or was it more of a you guys were in conversation and then your old boss was like, hey, you'd be great in this role. And maybe one day you can make it to that position. Oh, no, it was like uh, this is going to be going to be your role. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to the new boss? Yeah. Where had that go? Uh, she's amazing. She's very transparent. So we had like a very good conversation. So I'm on good path with her. But did you tell so Did you tell her that though? Yeah, I did. And what did the new boss say? Uh, she was kind of blown away that my old boss never mentioned anything like this. Right. And she's like, okay, we're going to rectify this. And I can totally see that this is the right path for you. So okay. we're going to work on it together. So what's the problem? My, my, so what's the problem? My problem is that my old boss keeps reaching out to me. Uh, for like menial tasks to help her even though she has a new team right and like after that i also found out that she made like insulting remarks towards me like the because i'm not a native speaker so she made the remarks to my new boss that she needs to watch out for like my grammar and my language and that i'm not like a canadian born that sort of thing right so it feels kind of like demeaning that she 
still reaches out to me for help, even though I know that's what she really thinks of me. So I guess in my in my my question is like, I've been working with that woman for three years, and I just kind of like thought she had a different opinion of me. And when you find out that it's not the case, I kind of like wonder if I should set the record straight or if it should be a clean breakup. Uh, jeez. Um, I don't. Wait, but you're still doing work for this old boss? No, I shouldn't. She's not even on our team, but she keeps reaching out to like stupid things, like you know, like a convert PowerPoint here and there. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Something. But is very, that is that stuff difficult. taking away from your your regular day to day? What you're supposed to be doing? A little bit. Yeah. Oh. So just so you can easily stop doing that. Yeah. That's fine. She knows that she's overstepping and what she's doing is she's in a brand new department with brand new people and she's feeling overwhelmed and she's not meeting her deadline. So she's going to somebody that she knows she has a relationship with, knows how hard they work. And then she's saying, hey, can you just take care of this for me? Do me this one favor. And because you guys get along so well, you're going to do it. Um, but you can stop doing that. There's no problem in stopping that. That's fine. Um, she'll understand that you know, that train isn't going to roll forever and that she's not going to have you as a resource um, yeah. as well as her own team. So you can, you can stop that. Uh, whether you need to sort of set the record straight, I think that you just need to let your boss figure you out on their own. Um, I don't think that it benefits you to go into your new boss's thing and say, hey, listen, uh, my old boss promised me this thing. And then I heard she was talking bad about me. And she was like, that is drama, girl. Yeah, I definitely don't want drama. But everything I actually found out was from my new boss. <laughs> The t- during touch base. So it was okay, good, so, so. so so if your new boss has given you the opportunity to sort of, you know, confront those uh, allegations or what the old boss said, then you're in a good spot. It sounds like you're, you sounds like your boss wants to have a great relationship with you. The new one, yes, definitely. Yeah. I feel like I just wanted to kind of like figure out if I should even reach out to the old one. But yeah. So what I, what I, I would, what I would do is um, if, you know, what you can do is if you're ever in a position with your new boss, you can 100% say, Hey, listen, uh, I like the workload, comfortable with the workload around here. You know me. Uh, we've already talked about, you know, getting that new job, that new position. I am all good. I'm all in on that. However, I do find it a little bit difficult that the old boss still calls me sometimes and asks me to do stuff for her. Uh, but because I like what I do here and I don't like to disappoint, I find myself doing that sometimes and it sort of takes away from what I'm supposed to be doing for you. So I'd like to not have to do that in the future. I don't know if you know that she's asking me to do that. But I just wanted to let you know that she's asking me to do that. Yeah, it sounds good. Like just send the record straight with the new boss. Like, okay, yeah. And then she'll take care of it. Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, V. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good luck on the promotion. (laughs) Thank you. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Amazon Prime has a documentary series called All or Nothing. Oh yeah. And they've got a new season starting on October 1st. And they follow professional teams, uh, both on and off the field, mm-hmm. management, players, all this, right? Uh, in the past, they've had a bunch of the um, NFL teams that they've featured. LA Rams, Dallas Cowboys, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles, Arizona Cardinals. And what they're doing on October 1st is kicking off uh, it's the first time they're following an NHL team, and they're going to focus on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. And it's going to be narrated by Will Arnett. Again, October 1st, Amazon Prime. Um, And it's going to follow, I guess it would have been last year, last season. Yeah. They are filming all of last season when the Leafs made it all the way to the playoffs, had to face 
Montreal. As the favorite. Like, they won the division. Yeah. was supposed to be a cakewalk. Uh, and then it's we all good. know how that turned out. It's not good. <laughs> uh, so Tim Mori had a chance to talk to uh, Jack Campbell. He's so from, nice. From the Toronto Maple Leafs. Very nice. And I don't know if Maury realized that this was a full documentary because the way mm-hmm. the, it started, he's talking to Jack as if Jack was like an actor and getting into acting. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not like a dramatic retelling of oh. the Leafs season. This is actually like it's a, a documentary. documentary. We yeah. get what a documentary is. Right. Yeah. Thank Listen you. to this. Jack, dude, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh, my God. Okay, so this was like your acting debut. Uh, <laughs> like, is this going to end up on your IMDb and whatnot? <laughs> uh, I don't know how I did, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what people think of the different guys on this on the team. And it was really fun to be a part of, for sure. Like, I guess you finally got to do hair and makeup. I wish. I could have used a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to put this on, like, your reel or whatever to, to hopefully get more acting gigs? You know, like, what are we going to see you in next? I don't know. Who do people say you look like? Are you going to fill in for Leonardo DiCaprio? I mean, what are your hopes out of this? (laughs) My hope is uh, to be better at stopping the puck this year, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but this could be your your jump, you know, your your jump start to, like, some great acting. And maybe we're going to see you, like, you know, in some sort of rom-com. I do love my rom-com, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted on that. Dude's blushing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he realizes that this is a documentary. It's show business. Parlay what you can parlay, right? (laughs) Again, this is uh, uh, Jack Campbell from the Toronto Maple Leafs talking about the upcoming Amazon Prime uh, docuseries called uh, All or Nothing based on the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, the thing is, I've interviewed all of you guys on the team many, many, for many years, and you guys seem like fun guys. But I wouldn't say you're like party animals in my eye. But what I saw from the footage on this, this might actually show Leafs players as like super fun guys. You know, we do have a great room of guys, different uh, personalities. But ultimately, I think the the room, we keep it pretty, pretty loose. And we have, um, you know, it's like, I, look, right now you're being like super serious. But <laughs> on the show, you're all joking around. I don't know where the switch is. Like, I want that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely have a switch, but um, I, we have some fun, that's for sure. And I think everybody will appreciate the, uh, you know, the just the uh, the passion we have for for one another and just having having a great time. We get we get to play a game and we take it very seriously, but we have fun while we do it. God, hockey players are just so like and dry. <laughs> just so dry. <laughs> you can say and it, I, and I love them. I love Jackie. Oh, I think he's great. Of course. But so you put a camera in front of them and they just like they revert right back to that thing that uh-huh. all hockey players do. And every single one of them, all of them are the exact yeah, same, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They could be. It could be pregame. It could be yeah. postgame. They could be out at a charity golf tournament. Yeah. Right. Hey, did you watch this, Maury? Do people cry? Who cries? Does Jack Campbell cry? No, not him. He doesn't cry. But people do cry. Austin Matthews, I bet. I bet you. I bet you he cried. Uh, That's Jack Campbell from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Amazon Prime will have this new documentary series called All or Nothing. (laughs) What a year to do it, too. What a year. What a year to do it. My God. Which kicks off October 1st. It's going to hurt. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How you doing, brother? Good. I know you miss Rihanna. Her name kept popping up. We were talking about this last week, which is the remake of The Bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And we were thinking, like, who could fill that sort of Whitney role and be able to crush it? And 
Shem kept saying that the sort of go-to was Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. But nobody brought up Rihanna. Yeah. You don't, th- you don't think so? No. It's no. whether or not she would do it. But no, 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 no. I'm not talking whether or not she would do it. I'm talking about, like, what would be the ultimate pairing for that movie if you were going to do it? Because her name kept popping up. You don't I, think so? I love Rihanna. Yeah. But she doesn't have a strong enough voice so. to, to, to play that role. Yeah, I don't think so. Enough. She has a great voice. Enough. Great voice, But, yes. you know, yeah. I think we're always going to keep going back to the fact, like, the, the compare because you can't help it, but compare to Whitney and compare to that sure. movie, sure. even though this new one is going to be, like, a reimagining. It may not be the exact same yeah, and not have the exact do. same song, yeah. right? They're going to have different songs, and they'll probably cater some of the songs yeah. to whoever it is that they it's cast. Just- just throwing that out there in so that her role, name, her name but kept yes. popping up. But I think that her name kept popping up because people are just missing Rihanna so much, right? Can I, I think tell that you? That's, I think that that may have had a lot to do with it. Rihanna is never going to make music again. You don't think so? Not that. when she's not when she's making. You don't think the huh? billions and billions of dollars she's making right now with makeup and her lingerie line? Yeah, she's not going back to music. You don't let think me, you're going to get another Rihanna album? Let me tell you something about Rihanna. In like late spring, early summer, right? Yeah. There's this one song that this DJ in Miami, uh, he did like a mashup and it went viral. And it was Luther Vandross and Rihanna, right? right? And I think Fat Joe as well. And Fat Joe told this story that they were making, they were going to release a song as an official because it blew up on TikTok, right? Right. So they filmed the music video and everything and they had to get, they had to get licensing for these samples, right? Yeah. And because the track featured Rihanna. So they went to Luther Vandross, cleared the sample, went to Rihanna. They cleared the sample. However, Rihanna was like, oh, you want to use this song? No problem, Fat Joe. I love you. Take it. Did not take a single cent for the use of her vocals on this song. Hmm. And usually in a oh, case like kind. this, I mean, right? No, exactly. Like, but usually in a case like this, it would be like Rihanna gets money. The people who wrote sure, the original song get money. Sure, Her record sure, label, like sure, she don't sure, want sure. anything because she's making all this money on yeah. makeup and her lingerie line. Yeah, Rihanna I, don't need no money, music yeah, money. Yeah, I would say that that's more of a, a, a having less interest in music just altogether. Yeah. Right? This conversation is really depressing. I know. You're not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the point is we miss you, Rihanna, but wow. she don't miss us. Wow. No, exactly. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. It's a vaccine passport day today. Uh, yeah. Starting today. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to need to uh, show your ID and that printed out piece of paper or the PDF or whatever where the hell the, it is. Where are the places again that I got to show? my passport just like if you want to go to a restaurant or the no, movies or the no, gym no. or i don't know all those places that are like indoors man store, right i mean no, I get no groceries no. delivered anyway but yeah no like anywhere where you want to actually go and enjoy life they don't care uh-huh. right this is just to try and get the unvaccinated vaccinated did you hear the thing the family guy did no they did a a, a vaccine psa and then i want to come oh, back and God. ask a question to the audience here, but uh, but play uh, Family Guy's uh, vaccine PSA. As of now, billions of COVID vaccines have been administered safely to people around the world. All right, well, what Peter might ask is, what if the vaccine makes him sick? The common side effects from the COVID vaccines are generally mild and last a few days. But do you know what can have serious long-term <laughs> side effects? COVID. 
Well, you know, he also says he just figures everyone else is going to get it, so why does he have to? Well, what he should understand is that getting the shot not only protects him, but also the people around him. But even more importantly, if the virus is allowed to spread through an unvaccinated population, it could mutate into a variant that the vaccines might not protect against. And then we're right back where we started. Gal Gadot singing Imagine. We cannot let that happen. Oh, no. huh, you know, I just realized this is like one of those schoolhouse rocks. Oh, no. Except, you know, without the rock. Yeah, it's like school. Way to end strong, Brian. <laughs> Yo, Gal's probably like... I know. Come on! Everybody forgot about that? Why y'all gotta bring it up again? Because uh, they probably wrote that, like, not long after. Um, oh, so I was... I found out today... Um, listening to this story where they're talking about the unvaccinated population, right? And I don't know what the perception is or what a lot of people think may be the population of the unvaccinated, but the biggest age demographic for people who don't have the vaccine yet is 20 to 39, mm-hmm. right? Young people. And those are the ones that you see on the news yeah. that are going out everywhere, right? People who listen, that's our audience, right? Yeah. That's people who listen. If you don't... People like me. If yeah, but I'm vaccinated, right? Double vax. If there's somebody, you don't have to say your name, right? But if there's somebody who has decided to not get vaccinated, I I, I don't want to rip you a new one. I don't want. We don't want to do anything like that. I just want to know why. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I'm just curious as to why. It's nine two five triple five. You can shoot us a text. We don't need to. You don't have to give your name. You don't have to say where you work. It's not going to be like some big thing. We're not going to try and convert you. I just want to know why, if you're in the age group between 20 and 39, you decided to... We're just going to ask for your health card number. You decided to vaccine. But nothing else. We're not for you. Right. Have your health card ready. We need the code on the back. (laughs) No, we don't need that. No, (laughs) you don't even... You don't need that. And we're not going to give your number to anybody. We're not going to do anything (laughs) like that. Okay, we're not vax hunters right now. Like, we're not like... It's like it's not like it's not it's not like the, the vaccine version of like to catch a predator. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Mitch, why don't you come in and take a seat right there? <laughs> There's a mask there for you. Would you like? Would you mind putting that on for us? What do you think was going to happen when you showed up on the Razamoka show? Who did you think you were here to meet? <laughs> um, I see in that bag here. You have strawberries and a six pack of beer. Yeah, like I just want to know why because it's such a. And I don't know what the hesitation, whenever there's hesitation for stuff like this, uh, my mind automatically, it just immediately goes to sort of older people. There's just set in their ways and everything else. Sure. Um, but I was shocked when, when we found out that it's 20 to 39 younger people. There's somebody on the phone. Do you want to talk to somebody real quick? What's her name? Who? Fabian. Oh. Our Fabian? Yo, we had Fabian. What up? It's Fabian, Razamoka. Don't, what up? Don't, what up? What up? What up? Don't swear, okay, man? I won't swear. You okay. know me. I try not to. Are you not vaccinated? I'm not vaccinated. Why? Because I don't know anything about it. I'm not, like, I'm not comfortable. That's all it is, man. I'm not comfortable. But, I don't have know you, it. Have you watched the news? Have you read anything online? I, everything. You... Everything. The yeah. problem with me, dude, is that I've been reading everything and, and watching everything. I've been watching fake news, real news, news in the middle I just don't know. You spooked yourself. Like, you know? And then now now with this mandating, I real I feel real uncomfortable that I'm forced to do this. So you like already on, on my job site I already have one one builder saying that um trades need to be vaxxed before they come on site. Fabian's a uh, a plumber, by the way. Is your wife vaccinated? No, none of us. No, your daughter's no. not either, okay? None. So you just spent too much time uh online reading everything and you everything, and, and you, dude, you, everything. Spooked, you spooked yourself. 
absolutely. I spooked myself. And, like, you know, I don't have anybody that I can really trust to tell me, you know. What do you like, mean you don't have otherwise? anybody? What about the if medical you... community, bro? Man, come on. I don't know, no, man. I, I, like, I, you know, I, listen, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Like, look, look, look at my perspective. This is another reason why, too. I've been doing this for 18 months. I've been working in the trades. I've been going into people's houses in the middle of this pandemic to do service calls. Nobody wanted to shut us down. And then all of a sudden now, when the vaccines are available, I'm sorry, I think construction workers should be part of the frontline workers, but we're not. How come we didn't get offered the vax right away? Wow. Yeah, but that argument could be made in so many uh, different occupations, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, it can be, and that's so, where like because a, at first, a lot of Fabian, us- at first it was uh, it was all about protecting the old people, right? It was all the old people that were dying off. And it was about 100%. getting the vaccines to them first. Hmm. And then once it became available, readily available for other age demos, with the amount hmm. of information that you had available to you, Fabian, you could have, right? With the amount of clinics that were popping up all over the place. With, well, the, with the access he's just spooked. to... He's just spooked. He's I just totally spooked. get it. Totally get he's it. But spooked. I'm just saying, like, with the access that you have as an individual to um, healthcare professionals to get different opinions from so many different people over the past year and a half... But that's exactly what he did. He got too many opinions from too, too many. many people. So what's, your biggest, many, what's I, your biggest fear? You get the vaccine Because he doesn't happens. know anything about it. I, but that's it. I don't. And to be honest, 100%, I don't even get my flu shot, man. Yeah, yeah. no, neither do I. That's I another thing. Never, I can't remember the last time I got a flu no, shot. I never, got a, I never got a flu so, shot. But, but I'm going to be honest. With this past week, I've been talking to a few people, and, you know, it's looking like, I, like I'm going to have to get it no matter what. Well, it's too bad, Fabian, because I need a plumber. And uh, and if you were if you were va- you're, the, you're the only one he trusts. If you were vaccinated, yeah. I'd I'd have you over to the house, man. Now, now you say that. Yeah. Now you say that. And I legit and I legit need a plumber too. I got problems with the sink and the tub. Oh no! Well, and Fabian's just I'll the guy. You, yeah, you were gonna be my guy. I need one before two weeks though, bro. So you're SOL. <laughs> oh no! Fabian. You played yourself, oh, Fabian. Man. You played yourself. Yo, and you know how many well, years? How many years Fabian has been? Asking us, hey, waiting, you guys, if you guys need yeah. any plumbing done in your place, yeah. I will gladly come to you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry, Fabian. Well, <laughs> well, like I said, you know, now that I've been talking to a lot of people, actually, one of my foremans, uh, his his uh, good friends work at uh, one of the Pfizer facilities. Yeah. And he gave me some information. I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable with it. But like I said, probably by the end of the week, I'm going to get my first. Fabian, note. Fabian, stop. Shut up for a second. Okay. Just, just go get vaccinated. I'm going. To. Okay, thank you. All right, we got one. The, pl- the plumbing problem. The plumbing problem is going to be fixed one. by then. Though, we got so. one. We got right. one. Thank you, Fabian. Right, you know we love you. We only want the best. I love for you guys too, man. Right, brother, you take I know, care. I know, guys. Okay, right. man. Later, dude. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I've not had to use my vaccine passport yet. Neither have I. I don't really know when I'm going to have to either. I don't go anywhere. I realized that yesterday. I was I was kind of getting pissy about the whole passport thing. And then uh-huh. I was like, realistically, when am I going to need it? Yeah. You don't Maybe go to Christmas shopping. Maybe Christmas shopping. Right? You don't need it. You don't go, like, dine indoors. No. Right? No. no I don't do any of that stuff. You don't so go I, shopping. Nah. Everything's online. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm pissy about it. I just am pissy about it. Now, does that apply to, like, everywhere? Like, shopping everywhere? I don't know. Not Do grocery you, stores. Not malls, though, right? No. You don't have to use it to no. get into a mall? Like if oh, I want to go to fine. If I want to go to Home Depot. Right. I don't have to show it there. No. But I still have to wear a mask? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the difference is between me going and standing in line at, 
I was gonna say Victoria's Secret for some weird reason. <laughs> I don't know why. When I thought about a mall, yep. that's like the first store that 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 popped into my head. I've, sure. I've never been so to a Victoria's let's, Secret let's before. Just scenarios out there. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Continue. So you're at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what the difference is between me going and standing in line at a Victoria's Secret than me going and sitting at a table for two in a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why do I have to show one? I don't know, man. These rules are so whack to me. But anyway, it is the way it is. I've not yet had to use my vaccine passport. I have to use it on Monday. What's that? I'm going to probably use it on Monday when I go back to the gym. What do you have to do? Oh, you're going to the gym? Yeah. Right. Enough time. What did you do your hair today, man? Oh, I put in some What's going conditioner, leave in conditioner. Yeah. I wanted to liven up my head. It looks greasy, though. Yeah. Oh, Can well. I be honest, too? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want to, like, go too hard on you, but... That's what she said. Stop <laughs> it. You're such Please do. You're such a jackass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. By all means. I don't know. I think Mar's that... going to use that as his ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> What's stopping you? No, I'm going to say that, like, I'm looking at you right now, and I don't think that you... Th I don't think that leave-in conditioner does what you think it's doing, mm -hmm. because I no, think that... No, but it's that... not a leave-in... It's not like a powder. This is more like a leave-in cream. Yeah. Oh, no. You can tell you've put cream in your hair. Uh -huh. Yeah. Can I, like, I'm an expert in telling when something has cream in it. Um, I, I think that what you, what I think said. that you think it's going to give you a little sort of like, what do you think it does, first of all? I think it makes me look younger. <laughs> can, okay. okay. Let me but finish. It, it makes no. it look thinner. Yes. Thank you. Took the sure. words right out it of my mouth. It makes it look thinner because I can see like a whole lot more of your scalp today uh -huh. than I could yesterday. No, but it takes me back to the 90s when it's all spiked up. No, no, no it no, doesn't. No, 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 no. Okay, then you know what? No, Screw no, it. You're, Flatten no, it down. No, no, Are you all happy now? Your no, hair is like, I, I, your scalp is like taking me back to birth okay. because. Yeah, now you look like Tintin. Um, that's, was that guy? Was that friend? Oh, that's not. That's yeah. You have a little bit in the front that hangs down like a vampire, huh? I know that, but the, I've asked my stylist about that, and it's yeah. because he thinks that I push my hair to the side, right? So therefore, when I do but that, why doesn't he tell yeah. you the truth? And that's because all the hair around it is left. Because mm. I pay him. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> now look at your hands. Now you're oh. rubbing the grease from your hands onto your arms and your pants. Shem, smell my hand. No, Shem, don't smell his hand. Do not smell <laughs> no. his hand, Shem. Do not smell his hand. And anyway, I don't get me wrong. I appreciate somebody experimenting, trying something I tried new. I to put forth effort when, for when you, you. I know. Listen, when you look in the mirror and you're like, God, I just need to do something because that's how we all feel every now and then, right? Like I, you just do, right? When you, you, you need to do something to make yourself feel good. I yes. understand that. But I then you fully come here appreciate it. And that gets sucked up. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you because I know how you feel about youth and I know how you feel about looking okay. young. I just, re I just remembered why I did this. You just just remembered now after we've had a conversation for five so minutes. Yes, so now I do remember why so I did this. So change from okay. the original answer okay. you gave three okay. minutes ago? Well, so no, we'll strike the record. but it was right after I had to sit down on the toilet to put my socks on. Right. And I felt very old. Right. But then I stood up in front of the mirror right. to moisturize and put this in my hair. Right. So I did something to try and make myself look younger because 30 seconds earlier... I was sitting out of breath on the toilet seat putting my socks on. Right, which is a terrible place to be. Mm. That is a horrible place to be. When you get out of breath by putting your socks on, that yeah. is a day ruiner. Oh, yeah. An absolute day ruiner. So you went out of breath putting your socks on. And then I'm like, I got to do something to look younger. Right. So you then put in this cream. Right. I creamed my hair and spiked it up. And spiked it up. So you went with the spike look yeah. to make yourself look younger because you felt so old because you were winded after putting a sock on. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. And? Been there. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. You got to hear this Bill Gates interview. He's being interviewed on PBS. Mm -hmm. Talking nerd stuff? 
What's that? Talking all nerd stuff? No, the uh, the interviewer brought up his past relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, no. Because apparently the relationship that, like, there's public records and pictures of all them together, but it came out, there was one story when his wife, when Bill Gates' wife was divorcing him, where part of that story was that she never got over the fact that he, Bill Gates, defended Jeffrey Epstein to her because she mm. met Epstein and was like, this guy is no bueno, this guy is no good. Yeah. And uh, and then he continued on with the relationship because I guess he was going to, like, fund some of Bill Gates's foundation stuff and everything else. And she was like, we don't so need this guy. So they were like friends friends. So they were, they, were, they were, according to the people that were leaking stuff during the divorce, yeah, they, they were. And the relationship with Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein was a contentious aspect to Bill and his wife's relationship. So listen to, listen to this clip with uh, Bill Gates. It was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. What did you know about him? You know, I had dinners with him. I regret doing that. He had relationships with people he said you know, would give to Global Health, which is a interest I have. Uh, you know, those meetings were a mistake. They didn't result in what he purported, and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago now, you know, so there's nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking at this? Well, he's dead, so, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Oh, damn. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was your friend, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was just, he was a piece of garbage, but yeah. Yeah. He's dead. Is there a lesson to be learned? Well, I mean, he's dead. Um, but uh Damn. but yeah. You ever had a, did you have any friends when you and Jenna hooked up? Did you have any friends that she didn't like? Not that you had any friends like Jeffrey Epstein. Uh but no, she no. got along great with all really, my friends. Yeah. 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 Catherine, like any of your friends? Um, I don't know if I really had a whole lot of friends. I had a couple <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? Like I was just trying to think about I was just trying to think about that. And, okay. and and nor have I ever been friends with somebody who then turned out to be not at all what I thought they they were. Like I've what never about, been in that position. What about in Catherine's circle of friends? Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. no. I love them all. Awkward. No. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. No. I, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't even know why I had that reaction. That was more of me thinking about <laughs> no, all her friends. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. No, 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 no. No, no. It's like, you know, when you're drunk and like all the real, the realness no, comes no, out? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I like this part of the podcast. So do I. I like when we do the news. It's a lot of fun. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes. And everybody else listening, I guess. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Daniel Craig, um, in an interview with uh, Radio Times, discussing once again the idea of a female lead taking over the James Bond franchise. 
Um, he's talked about this quite a bit. Uh, doesn't uh, in the past he has said that he would not like to see that, but his reasons are sort of solid. So uh, Daniel said that uh, there should there should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. He said, uh, why would a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? And uh, the executive producer of uh, the James Bond franchise, uh, Barbara Bacoli, uh, agrees. She said that in the past. Uh, now, when it does come to the new James Bond, because, of course, this is Daniel Craig's last James Bond, and then we have to go through this whole thing again of, like, who's going to be the new James Bond? Mm. All of this stuff like we do uh, every now and then. Uh, Idris Elba is still on the top of everybody's yes, minds. Too old. Too old. You think so? Yeah, too old. Yo. This is know, something. Man. This is something you need to do for the next fifteen years, right? How old like, is Idris Elba? How old is Idris Elba? Somebody find out for me. How old is Idris Elba? But I think that Idris had Idris Elba taken over the role when Daniel Craig took over the role, where Idris Elba was sort of at his age now. Well, how old? Forty nine. Yeah, he's almost. He's gonna be. He would be in, in his early fifties by the time the first James Bond came out. Too old. Too old for this. Um, and it's unfortunate because I, I really dig him too. But again, he's got other stuff going on. Uh, bookies, on the other hand, um, are really hot on Damian Lewis as being the next James Bond. Yeah? Yeah, he would be the first Ginger Bond. I guess. Right? He would? That's Bond. That's just Ginger Bond. Uh, also, uh, Richard Madden, people have on the list. Tom Hiddleston is on the list. Henry Cavill, people say that they would like to see. Michael Fosbender, they would Cavill, like to see. Yeah. Tom Hardy, they would like to see. I don't know if I could see Bane. Oh, actually, no. I could see Bane doing it. Yeah. Loki, I can't see him doing it. No? No. You couldn't, huh? Mm-mm. Oh, I think I could. I think he could whoop some up. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ariana Grande talking to uh, Kelly Clarkson. So Ariana Grande replaced Joe Jonas on The Voice as one of the coaches. Yeah. Uh, talking about how she is already breaking one of the most coveted rules as a voice coach. Cool. I love them. I'm obsessed with my team. I talk you, to them oh all the God, time. Oh my God, your first team too. It's like, yeah. you get so upset. You love I've, them all, but like your first, it's like so exciting. I've first broken time. every rule in my contract. I talk to them all, all the time. I'm like DMing them. They're like, you're not supposed to do that. And I'm like, sorry. Oh no. So yeah, so you're not allowed to talk to them. I didn't know that when you're... Any communication whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Nick Jonas, that's who she replaced. Uh, but yeah, I know you're not allowed to talk to them when you're not there. When you're not Ariana like, Grande, you, you can't you can't DM them. Into DMs and she stuff. was like sending stuff to their hotel for them and things. Like she's breaking all the rules. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Fugees are getting back together and they're launching a tour. Twenty five years. Uh, after the release of the score, Lauren Hill, Wyclef, and Praz uh, haven't performed together since the BET Awards in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, this group, they formed in the early 90s. They only released two albums, one in 94 and then yeah. this score album in 96. By the way, seven times platinum. Yeah. They tried to do a couple of reunion tours Does, already. No, no, no. But because of the, like the the history within the group, there's always been like creative differences. Yes. And at one point, I think it was Praz from the group had said, "You have a better." Ch-, I think the quote was like, "You have a better chance of seeing Osama bin Laden and George Bush in a Starbucks right. having a coffee together than to ever see the Fugees <laughs> get back together." Right. Right. Yes. And then they've tried multiple times and it never worked. But if you remember that album, uh, the score was a monster from 96. Oh, absolutely. 
Basically a Lauryn Hill album. Like all the big popular tracks. Yes. Was basically a Lauryn Hill album. And then Lauryn Hill went on to release yes. her solo project, which certified classic. So their first show is actually tonight. What? So Where? it's at an undisclosed location in New York City in support of the Global Citizens Live Foundation. Um, I don't know if it's going to be streamed or not, but the rest of the tour kicks off November 2nd in Chicago. But they're actually, the Fugees are actually performing tonight. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Last time, last time they were all together was 2005. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You hear a lot of crazy like celeb divorce lawsuits and everything else. And the Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt thing has just gone there's so many different parts to it. They got the kids and then the uh, uh, allegations of, you know, domestic violence. And, you know, did Brad hit one of the kids on the plane and the investigations and all, all of this stuff. Mm. Uh, but this is when you know you're like a power couple. So Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are currently the two of them um, going at it in various stages of court hearings. Now, Brad and Angelina's companies have sued each other. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, so, Brad's company, Mondo Bongo, has sued... That's Ange- not the name of his company. Yeah, has sued Angelina's company, Nouvelle. Oh, classy. Over their shares in Chateau Miraval. Okay. Chateau Miraval is the winery that they own together, which is worth $164 million. Wow. So Brad's company is now suing Angelina's company over their $164 million winery and whether she can unload shares and sort of alter the 50-50 split. I guess they have whatever the agreement is. Rich I don't even problems, know. Huh? That is like the most rich. Per- like I'm suing you personally, but guess what? Tomorrow my company's going to sue your company. Yeah. And then it just goes on and Take on and on. that. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb name for, uh, like, when you're in these legal proceedings. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the names yeah. of these companies are going to be mentioned a lot. Yeah. And to hear, what is it, Nouveau versus yeah, it's, it's new, Mondo it's, Bongo? It's, it's Nouvelle. <laughs> it's Nouvelle v. Uh-huh. Mondo Bongo. <laughs> Guess which company is run by the pothead. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, you know what we should name our company? <laughs> no one will ever see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good luck, Mondo Bongo. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sex in the City fans mourning the death of uh, Willie Garson. Hey, Maury, staying here. Uh, of course, he played Stanford on Sex and the City, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's Gay BFF. Um, but, da, 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 da. Here's a clip from the show. I know that Aiden has okay, feelings. Stop. My- I am done. I've listened to you talk about Aiden for, what, 10 blocks and two years? And I've been a wonderful audience. And I ask you about my Marcus, and all I get is nice? I'm sorry. I mean, Carrie, how many relationships have I been in since you've known me? Real or imaginary? Oh, hang on, just a guy like that. Uh, Also, Aiden uh... was the one for you, Carrie. He's not wrong. Willie was uh, 57. No cause of death has been revealed. Uh, you like this guy more? Oh, my. He's such a relatable character. I can't. I was watching last night before I got the news that he died. It just so happens that I was watching an really, episode yeah. of The Minute. And 
I can't believe that another person is gone. One of the most sort of iconic straight guys to play a gay character on uh, on television. I didn't know he wasn't gay. Oh, you didn't? No, Yo, I, that guy was straight. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I, he I admitted he was that like he straight up. Gay. No, he admitted that that he'd never been quote straight closeted. Uh, he shared the response that he would typically give when asked about playing a being straight, playing a gay role, and he always said this: uh, when the question would come up during the show, I would say, "When I was on White Collar, no one ever asked me if I was a con man, and when I was on NYPD Blue, no one ever asked me if I was a murderer." This mm. is what we do for a living: portray people. Is wow. uh, is what he said. Um, but yeah, wow, classic gay, classic well. gay character though, right? I, I absolutely loved him on that show. Yeah, like, people are uh, freaking because out. Because I liked that he wasn't like, you know, ripped six, like six pack abs or whatever. Like he was just a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would have loved to have heard that. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, his ghost gonna haunt you, bro. People are, uh, pictures from the set of the Sex and the City reboot, whatever the hell it's called. I don't the know movie? what it's called. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever, so, what it's called. And so, just like that. Picture and just like that, and pictures are coming out, and people are trashing the wardrobe because it doesn't have the same sort of aesthetic. Well, Patricia Fields isn't doing it. It doesn't have the same aesthetic as the original show because it was always about the fashion, and the original stylist for the show, Patricia Field, is Team Kim Cattrall. They're best friends. Oh. So because Kim's not doing this show, she's not doing this show. You don't get my support. You do not get my yeah, talents. Yeah, Kim Cattrall, like they were hanging out. Kim yes. Cattrall posted a selfie with Patricia. Yes, so they don't have their uh, their chief stylist. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mayan Bialik and Ken Jennings are going to take over the hosting duties of Jeopardy for the rest of the year hmm. as Jeopardy goes on yet another host search. And, you know, Twitter blew up with this because people thought LeVar Burton w- wanted this. Why not just give it to LeVar Burton? Because he wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's what the people want. It doesn't matter what the people want. He, he wasn't like, I know you. I know the people wanted LeVar Burton, but LeVar Burton wasn't that great at the job. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the reality of it. I, I, I would have been fine for with LeVar Burton, but you can't uh, you can say whatever you want about Mayan Bialik. But I will take no even though I am not a Ken Jennings fan, like at all, like whatever. The guy's as dry as a popcorn fart. <laughs> Um, but I will not take any. I will not take any criticism over Ken Jennings because Ken Jennings is the like he's the Tom Brady and Muhammad Ali of Jeopardy. I know, but he wasn't great right? on television. It, but he. But if somebody, but if you're going to put though, somebody in, right? You, like there, you can't argue. You can't argue against Ken Jennings. You can say he's not great at the job, but you cannot argue that he doesn't belong on Jeopardy. Oh no, for sure. He's like the greatest, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're going to fill out the rest of the season, and I guess Jep's going to go and do. All of this again. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what they're going to do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lil Nas X uh, was doing one of those. I don't know. Is it like a BBC thing? Live is lounge. That what he's doing live lounge. Is yeah. that what it was? I love it when they do that. Uh, so Lil Nas X goes into the BBC live lounge and he does a really great cover of um, uh, Jolene by Dolly Parton. But here's the original. Here is uh, Dolly's version of Jolene. Jolene. Jolene, 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 I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Damn, she's begging, right? Jolene, 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 Jolene. So, is Lil Nas X's cover, like, compare? Please don't take him just because you can. Oh, Oh, Jolene. Jolene. Uh, So here is uh, Lil Nas X. It's great. Jolene. 
can do country too that's yeah. the great thing right what was he wearing i don't know sure was wearing no he wasn't what he says he wasn't wearing what no, well, he Close? was not shirtless he was oh not he was shirtless. not shirtless he was uh maury knows everybody who was shirtless yesterday little Nas x was not one of them oh just wearing a regular shirt all oh, right yeah. good for you shirt on not shirtless right shirt with i guess it would be <laughs> i don't know I don't know what the proper term is. Wearing a shirt, I guess, right? We're going with that? Yeah. We've all decided on that. Yeah. Not shirt with? <laughs> no, it's shirt with. Okay. He was shirt with. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so Rihanna doing her um, Savage uh, Fenty show, mm-hmm. the fashion show. And whenever Rihanna does anything, of course, people want to know what the hell's going on with that new album. And so before her fashion show, she was doing some press and they asked her specifically about what the hell is going on with that new album. You're not going to expect what you hear. Just put that in your mind. Like whatever you know of Rihanna is not going to be what you hear. I'm really experimenting. And music is like, it's like fashion. You should be able to play I should be able to wear whatever I want, and I treat music the same way. So I'm having fun, and it's going to be completely different. So different that you'll never hear it. So uh, there's a, people are putting together montages right now, and I watched one earlier this morning before I came in, and everything that Rihanna just said there in that interview, they yeah. put montages together of her saying the exact same thing in other interviews from 2017 until now. Yeah, we ain't never getting that album. Right? <laughs> Like the exact same thing. We're never getting that album. <laughs> uh, but Rihanna, Don't believe the hype, y'all. Rihanna is a billionaire. Of course, we all and know that. And that's why we're not getting the album. She don't need to make music no more. Thank you. Billionaire. And, and uh, here is uh, her reaction when asked about uh, the big hubbubaloo over being a billionaire. You're a billionaire, a young billionaire at that. I'm just saying, you know, so. <laughs> don't come to my house asking me for $20. <laughs> <laughs> but how does it feel? You know, like, and you, you did you know, it was real weird getting congratulations uh, texts from people for money. You know, I was just like, wait, how, how does... I never got congratulated for money before. Like, that's crazy. But it, it made sense when I realized that it, it was inspiring to people that they felt like this is something that they could achieve. Yes. Knowing where I've come from, knowing my humble beginnings, they see... Uh, the possibility and it gives them hope yeah. and that and that made me feel um, really happy not bad huh billionaire re the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast um hollywood iatsi union members uh hollywood what iatsi the union okay the uh 
It's the uh, International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. That's the big union behind everything. You know when you watch the end of a movie or a TV show and you stay right to the very, very end of the credits? Yeah. And you see that logo? It just reads IATSE, which is I-A-T-S-E. That's the union. Okay. And Apologize to the union. I've never said that long in the movie No, 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 no problem. No problem. Um, but there's, oh my God, I think there's like 150,000 members or something like that. Oh, congratulations. Um, and they are on the verge of a strike. Which, oh. Which, That's mean, which means that every production anywhere oh. would shut down. And the union members, they there's a lot of actors who have come out to support them. I know Ryan Reynolds has, Susan Sarandon has, Bradley Whitford has, um, because of what they're fighting for. The days on a film set are mercilessly long, and the hours you work in a week are incredibly uh, disproportionate to what normal human beings do work yeah in a, in, a, in a week we know we know all that um but uh if that happens literally everything will shut down and everything did shut down during covid so everything was late right oh, because of covid no. and then so if this shutdown happens who knows how long it's going to be before production then gets back up and running again um so all productions will shut down the last time there was a big strike like this was the writer's strike yeah if you remember when the writer's strike happened and all those shows shut down and everything was late and at that point um conan o'brien if you remember because all the late night shows a lot of the late night guys took weeks and weeks off but conan o'brien didn't because one conan o'brien didn't hire other writers but because conan o'brien out of all those late night guys was the only one who could actually really truly write and so conan o'brien's show was awesome during the writer's strike and he was one of yeah. the only people that was still doing stuff during the writer's strike but if this happens it's like done like everything is everything is <sighs> Is We've already shut seen down. delays. Yeah, everything on is the shut verge down. of more. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Netflix dropped the trailer, the full trailer for Britney versus Spears. This is a new documentary about Britney uh, and her fight and the whole explanation and history behind the conservatorship. Um, we'll play you a clip from the trailer and then we'll come back and tell you what Britney's fiance has to say about it. So this is a No one would talk. I'm not going to acknowledge that I was ever brought in to evaluate Britney Spears. Until they did. Someone very close to the conservatorship leaked me this confidential report. Britney had to go into court a million times, all of these hours of criticizing her. It's an epic fail of the legal system that this has gone on for so long. How do you get out? You don't get out. Until you scream. Question for you. Yeah. Is this the documentary, the Britney doc, that she had announced as well, or like her people were working on? No. Isn't there no, another no, no. one where like she's going to have more not, involvement? This is, this this is, is not a, that. Mm. This one this one wasn't we knew this one was coming when the free um becoming Britney was around. Yeah, we okay. Knew, we knew this one was coming. But I thought that they're working on one as well. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, I made I that know. up. Um, so Sam Asghari, Britney's fiance, wrote in the comments underneath this trailer, he wrote, uh, I hope the profit from these docs go towards fighting against injustice. Hashtag free Britney. Wow. So he's uh, making his voice heard, supporting Brit. I think we all agree on that, but uh, no idea where the money's going. It's Netflix, so I'm sure a lot of people make a lot of money off. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Elton John's got a new song with Charlie Puth, uh, part of Elton John's album. He's, everything is a collaboration. He's got Lil Nas yeah. X on there. He's got a bunch of people on there. Uh, here is the one. It's called After All. I want your opinion on this. Uh, with, uh, it's Elton John and Charlie Puth. Should be in a movie, mm-hmm. right? Very anthemic. Yeah, I dig this. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Hmm. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Time to get into some more questions from you. Razamoga Show family. Hello, Allison. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys? Doing great. Welcome to the podcast. What is your question? What is the one thing in your house that has started the most conversations when you have guests over, whether it be good or bad? Hmm. Well, Roz doesn't have people over at his place. True. Um, but in the, I don't know, odd times maybe that you've had people there? Has anyone said anything? Like something that starts conversation. Mm-hmm. Like any of Catherine's friends that come by? Maybe some wacky hats? Um, wacky hats? Conversations. No, it's Catherine usually, collects wacky hats. No, it's usually the cat, right? Oh, okay. Like that's usually the big conversation starter uh-huh. because one of the cats is just nuts. And like you notice that we have a crazy cat as soon as you walk into the house. Mm-hmm. The little one? Yeah, Moo. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's his birthday today. He just oh, turned- happy birthday, Moo! He just turned two. Uh, Moo is two. <laughs> yeah, I know. Moo, Moo, two, two. Um, yeah, no, I, so I, would, I think the cats, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I used to have. Like, I don't know if I really had any of those kind of like bachelor things mm-hmm. that would start a that would start a conversation. I'm trying to think um, what it would be. Everything in my house, like for, for my space, not so much anymore, um, but years ago, everything in my space was like built up, right? Like built okay. tall. Like, because I have really tall ceilings, but I didn't have a lot of square footage. So everything was built up. Like my kitchen cabinets are double height. Like I have a full round of upper cabinets and then a round on top of those that go all the way up to the ceiling, right? Mm. So my kitchen cabinets go up like nine and a half feet kind of thing. Um, So I think that that's the one thing that people would notice is that everything is like built high Mm. in my, in my place. Mm. Um, But other than, other than that, um, yeah, I don't know if there's, if there was really, if I've, I like, I've never had like crazy art and I've never had embarrassing things, mm-hmm. um, in the house. Like, you know, my, I, I don't like people didn't come over and like still see that ab roller on the floor, you know, <laughs> like, all, you know, like that, that kind of, that kind of stuff. How many days we yeah, use that, bro? Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we don't have, we don't have, uh, we don't have that, but, uh, but yeah, I would say the cat's got to be the, the number one topic. Uh, before we get to you, Dan Mori, Allison. Great question. Um, this has been in your mind for quite some time, I assume, because this happens in your home? <laughs> yeah. We've, well, we've kind of got two things. So first of all, we've got, uh, I've got three of my family. And Dallas, who you've had on here before, is also my younger brother. Oh, my God. Uh, we have, Yo, now we're right? getting Dallas's family on the, on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, Dallas has been on this podcast so much. I know, I know. He's the one that got me hooked on you guys. Oh, okay. Much okay. love to Dallas. Um, we have pictures of us 
that are sort of like from kindergarten to grade 12 pictures on our wall right as people come up the stairs. Hmm. So people get this frontal view of us right from kindergarten to grade 12. <laughs> as oh, wow. Well as, yeah, my mom, we took pictures every year. And we have pictures right from kindergarten to grade 12 of all three of us. Oh, damn. Wow. Okay. And the last thing that probably starts probably the most conversations is in our kitchen right near where our table is. We have an analog clock that sits on the wall. And the only two numbers that are in the correct space are 12 and 3. All the other numbers are mixed up. So when people go to look at the time, it'll say it will be pointing to a 12 to a eight and a nine at the same time, mm. but it will really say the correct time. But the numbers are just all out of place. Like, like on eight, purpose? The... Did they buy the clock yeah, like that on, on purpose? It's weird. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Just... <laughs> to what? Like give people a challenge? No, that's that, that's yeah, one of the yeah. things that shouldn't be difficult, right? When you were a kid, you went through all the difficulty that you were ever going to have to go through learning how to read a clock, uh-huh. learning how to tell time. That was the difficult years for that. Once you figure it out, you should never have to struggle with telling time ever again. Yeah, don't right? trick me. No, don't. That's not fun. I don't like that game. Uh, David Mori, what is one thing in your house that has started the most conversations whenever you've had guests over? Quickly, two things. One, um, I have a payphone in our home office, like a refurbished actual payphone that from works. Canada that, that works. works. Yes, because right. they refurbished five. I bought one. Right. How much did you pay? At the time, it was four hundred bucks. Oh, but wow. now anyone, literally anyone that comes over, they're like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever." Mm-hmm. Matthew wants to get rid of it. I love it, and it works. And right? It works. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And the second thing, but you don't is, have to pay. Like you don't have to like toss in a quarter. No, right? no, oh, they okay, rewired okay. it. Oh, okay. Um, and the second thing is, was a gift from Matthew's brother Michael is a wooden penis uh, bottle opener. A wood, like what? a big black wooden penis bottle opener. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do you open the? Does is the bottle opener part like on the? It's on the. Part, right. Yeah. Interesting. Not on the. No, no, no. You no. hold the. The is like a work of art. Like somebody carved the wood nicely. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, interesting. And how? Like, is it big? Huge. Huge. <laughs> said it was black, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 Um, true. So and you just leave it out? Like No, no, it's in the cutlery drawer. Oh. Oh, but how is it That's a conversation starter? Like Oh, because people, if somebody like my dad like hey, you know, we have a beer or something, uh-huh. you have to use a bottle opener. Poor dad walking into the kitchen, <laughs> open up one of the drawers. <laughs> and you have to Doesn't hold it know. from the shaft. Does he did, did he did he ask what it was or did he just assume it's that obvious it was... it's a wooden penis? No, yeah. but it's a bottle opener. That's what it is. We're two you don't have to we're two gay men, young men. Right. <laughs> penis bottle opener. No, no, no but what I'm saying is that did your dad just think that you had a wooden penis in the drawer or did he know that it was a wooden penis bottle opener? Oh, I handed it to him going here, use this. Okay, that's what I was saying. (laughs) So you wouldn't even open the beer for your old man? No, I want him to use the penis. So whenever people come over, the times that you've had and you offer them a beer, you will take out the penis bottle opener and hand it to And take away their fun? Absolutely. Wow, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Mocha, what's the topic of your conversation in your house? Uh, definitely not what Maury has. No. That's um, a shame. I would say maybe... Oh, we have one art piece uh, that Jenna really loved um, from an artist in, in, in Toronto um, where she does kind of like... She goes out and she takes photos mm-hmm. and then she comes back and she does like graffiti uh, sure. artwork yeah. on top of the uh, on top of the photos. So we have one of those in our Ooh. dining room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that's probably... How big is thing. it? Um, oh, God. Big piece? Yeah, huge. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. like that. 
It's really big. Like um, um, but yeah, that's really it. Nothing sexy. No, like you don't have any like sort of no. like. No, it might. It might in in the bathroom that that people don't go to in the guest bathroom. Uh, above the toilet, there's a giant picture of me. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> huge too. Yeah, like, huge. Like, would I mean, you say is that the biggest picture? Not of you, but the biggest picture of anything in the home. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, over our over our couch, we have um, we have one photograph that's printed on canvas and framed, and that thing is probably like seven or eight feet wide. Holy cow! Really? Yeah. Damn. Fills the whole wall. Fills the whole wow. wall. Do you ever talk to the bathroom photo of you? No, because I always sit. Like if you're standing up and wiping, do you ever say hi? I don't stand up and wipe, and I wouldn't stand up and wipe and face the other way. <laughs> That's too much work, man. Like what do I like? Do you like? You're already what complicating situation. Or after you brush your teeth and you're leaving before you shut the lights off, do you say like? No, have a it's, good on day, the, it's on the other side of the bathroom, right? It's on the other side of the bathroom. Like it, it yeah. I just no, I don't. I, but I see it every now and then. Like if I go in and, you and wink at clean it? it up. No, I don't even really notice it. But then like, I, I don't do you know. look like better a, in the photo than you do now? Yeah, probably. Probably. It was like a few years ago. But you don't walk in and be like, hey, good looking. No. <laughs> and, then, no. and then look at the mirror and look in the mirror and be like, Yo. you again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wish. I, I wish I did. I should have. Uh, but I uh, but I didn't. No, Catherine took a picture of me and then she just thought that um, that I would love it. And so she printed it and framed it up and just stuck it in the bathroom. And if you ever so, sell the house, does it come with the house? Um, I would consider negotiating. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if somebody if somebody really wanted that, who am I to say no to a couple bucks, right? <laughs> Allison, this has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. You have a wonderful day. You too. Right on. Uh, VSBP says, and we'll start with you, Dammit Moore. Mm. Out of 10, how painful is pinched and how painful is snapped? Mm. Pinched, I'd say, is like a like a 7 or an 8. Uh-huh. Snapped is a good 10. Yeah. yeah. Snapped is a hard 10. Yeah. And, By and comparison, a residual pinched, 10, like for days. Pinched yeah. is, uh, I yeah, I'm with more, maybe like a 6. So, so pinched used to be the game that we, the snapped replaced pinched, and pinched used to be the same thing. Mori and Mocha would go head-to-head on trivia. And if you got a question wrong, the rule of the game was you got pinched, and then in between them, they had a big pile of wooden clothes pegs. And if you got a question wrong, the other person, your opponent, got to put that clothes peg, just pinch it um, anywhere on sort of like your body, like your face or your neck or your earlobes or whatever it was. And they would just hang there. And oftentimes Mocha would destroy Maury so hard that like Maury would have 10 around his lips. <laughs> like he, it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was just like, it was tribal almost, oh, The worst almost, part about right? them on your lips is then the moistness disappears. So it's no longer wet. And so you have to remove dry, the wood from and like dry. Sticking, yeah. yeah. And, then, dry and, then, and then snapped is the same premise of a game, but only when COVID happened, we couldn't touch each other, right? Like you couldn't get that close. So snapped is the same premise of the game, but only instead of getting pinched, they wear these big thick rubber bands around their necks. And when you get a question wrong, you hook your thumb under it and then you stretch your arm out all the way and you let it go. And then that elastic comes back, it snaps you right in the neck. Um, and yeah, as Maury was saying, like you guys will have welts for the whole weekend. Oh, after, yeah, there after was we one play time that where I lost hard and I didn't realize. And then I went to a grocery store and everyone was looking at me like I was like beat up in the parking lot. Right. It was like, Almost bleeding. Yeah, they look like big scratches. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, not good. It's not good. Not good. Now Jenna knows. Like when I get home, she'll be like, "You guys play snapped again?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, babe. Don't worry, it'll be gone in like three, four days." 
Uh, Sam Morgan says here, if you if you were to die tomorrow, mm. what would you eat for your last meal? But I'm, do I know I'm going to die tomorrow? Yeah, let's say you know. Like you're on death row. Oh, oh, that because that's a different question. No, let's say you know. So what's your last meal going to be? My last meal is going to be uh, a double cheeseburger mm. with chicken wings on the side, mm. fries and gravy, mm. and a side of mashed potatoes. Mm. Good one. I think that's I, I think oh, that's my I think that's so my last good. meal. So hungry, damn more. Yeah. I would have um, a nice piece of steak, mm-hmm. chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Now, are you cooking the steak or somebody else cooking the steak? It's my last meal. I assume someone else would cook it for me. Okay. I, I mean, I'm already worried. Hey, I saw, let me pause for a second. I saw a picture, Maury. You put up a picture of something you cooked last night. Oh, so good. And you, what did you make? You made steak and what? Steak and uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. But I noticed that the steak was not cooked well. No. So that was a big bone of contention, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Um, in our house. So I cooked them as I followed the recipe and you could, I cooked it on top of the stove. Yes. In the pan, as you say, searing hot, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. sexy words. And I thought my mind was done. Right. Like, I'm like, this has to be done. I cut yeah. it up. I'm like, this is going to be great. Yeah. You know, I normally like it well done, but I'm like, there's a little bit of pink in there. It's going to be nice and juicy. Matthew was like, first of all, n- you're, I'm never allowing you to cook on top again. The place is smelling. Oh God. And he right. put his cook on top. That's called using the stove. Right? Yeah, cook on top. <laughs> and cook on top. Who says cook on top? Like, <laughs> but it's not like you sit on the roof. Yeah. The like, condo. what does that mean? You're okay. Go. <laughs> so oh, he took his from the top. And put it inside the oven right. for like another half hour because he didn't want it in the oven. minutes? So what was your normal, let's remind people what your normal process was So before I learned a, a lot of the cooking, I yes. would cook it in the oven yes. for like a good 40, 45 minutes. Right. Uh, at what temperature? Oh, 450. 450. Oh, right? my yeah. God. Yeah. And yeah. that's what he did last night. Right. So I was finished my meal by the time he then sat down. And how was your steak? Mine was fantastic. Right? Oh, my God. I wish not, I had more. Remember Mo and I used to tell you all the time when you would make these bl- bricks of, of steak and mm-hmm. we were like, Meat cook bricks. it this way, cook it this way, cook it this way. And you never did. And you would only ever cook it super, super, super well done. Yeah. Now that you've had it like that. I will you, never go back. You can never go back. But Matthew said he, I am forbidden to cook on top. Why? On the stove. On the stove. Yeah, because like with a frying pan? On the frying pan because it's, you know, there's like it's the plate made the place all smoky and stinky. Do you not have a hood fan? Oh, I do. It was on. Yeah. But when you don't notice it until you go take the dog out to pee and come back in and then you'll smell it. Right. right and I'm like, right, how bad right, could right. that smell really be? You're smelling steak. Yeah. It's oil. What are you cooking in? Oil? Oil. Yeah. What kind of oil? Oh, uh, olive oil. How? No, 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 no. Don't do that with a steak. You're not supposed to cook olive oil at super hot temperatures. Oh, that's all I had. Yeah. Just buy a little thing of vegetable oil. Buy Just oh. buy a little thing of vegetable oil. And you can put olive oil afterwards. Just drizzle some yeah. nice olive oil on it. You don't want to heat olive oil that And then hot. I made a great, um, it was a mayonnaise and, I mean, it won't sound as good as it tasted, but mayonnaise mixed with mustard mixed with honey sauce that went oh. underneath the steak. Mayonnaise mixed with honey mixed with mustard. Like yellow mustard or like a Dijon? No, like a, like a mustard seed. Oh, oh, mustard seed. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those good food things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the del- home delivery food. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what good. did what did Matthew's steak look like after it came out of the oven? Oh, like a hockey puck. Yeah. yeah. And he liked it. No, he didn't finish it. And I'm like, you see? Oh, he didn't. I'm like, you see? Why didn't why he finish, didn't finish it? it? I don't know. He left half of it on the plate. I'm, and did and, he blame but he you won't for it? No, he won't admit to why. Oh, right. But I'm like, you see? I finished mine. Yeah, yeah. Your steak looked good. It looked like it was it was cooked very well. Yeah, the presentation not, not very was well, fantastic. but you did a good job. Yeah, you did a yeah. good job cooking it. Um. So wh- okay. What's so your, steak. Your last meal. Yeah, steak. You know what? I would cook my steak. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. steak, pierogies, 
and chicken fingers and a um, Smarty Blizzard for dessert. Oh, oh good, one. good one. That's a good last meal. That's a good last meal. Mine I can't hate on that. Mine is spaghetti with meatballs yeah. with veal parm on the side. Right. Um, half a rack of ribs. Right. Five chicken wings. Five? Yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. So I need to leave room for everything, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, cherry cheesecake. Yeah. For dessert. Wow. And then like a chocolate caramel ice cream. Oh, jeez. Well. Interesting. Oh, but then I need to leave room for like a goat curry and roti. Oh, yeah. See, that's tough. <sighs> what about your mom's oxtail? So you know what? Yeah. I would <laughs> sacrifice those two desserts mm-hmm. so I could sub those other Why meals. not just have everything? Because you won't die till you're done. Whatever. Yeah. I have to have gravy, though. I have to have gravy. There has gravy to be gravy. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would just eat slowly because you I'm can't t- die till you're finished. I'm tempted to say also, like... No, but I just love cheeseburgers too much. Because I was tempted to say, like, Christmas dinner. Like, turkey, oh, gravy, stuffing, oh, mash, yeah. bread, like, mm. all that all that stuff. But, no, my favorite foods are cheeseburgers and chicken wings. Mm. Like, those are, my, those are my favorite foods. I eat those more than anything else. Or Nana's roast. Your Nana's roast. Yeah. That'd be good. I'd put that, too. But just, like, just roast on its own? Well, I already am putting it with the pierogies and everything else. Oh, oh you're going to add Nana's roast. So heavy. Yes, yeah, so heavy. <laughs> so heavy. All right. Uh, Toronto luxury fashion brand says here, should you hold in a fart? If it's oh a smelly God. one, then I guess so. But how would you know it's a smelly kind? What do you guys do in the studio? Uh, do you hold it in or do you let it out? I don't like holding in a fart because then it gurgles in your stomach. Yeah. Maury farts in here All like mad. All the time. All the time. Yeah. But holding it in is not healthy. No, holding in is definitely no, not healthy. No, and didn't we learn last week, like, it was confirmed that if you hold in a fart, it'll come out your mouth? Uh-huh. But then, but not your next burp. Like, I was going to ask you this, because I burped yesterday, and I was yeah. wondering if it was a fart from last week. Uh, from last no, week? No, not last like, week. Maybe the day before. That's a lot of gas. That gas has been rolling around in there a <laughs> long time. Like, how long does it take for... Yeah. Well, I just don't know how long it takes to get from your bum to your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends uh, on what else you're eating yeah. How long does day? it normally take to get from the bum to the mouth? I'd say, like, 30 seconds, okay, but I'm yeah. sure... Like a fart would probably sit for a while, right? Yeah, true. It's got a lot of lot of it's got a lot of tunnel to go through, uh-huh. yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> no, if I've ever had to while in here, yeah, I would hold it in and then wait till I go to the washroom to pee, yeah. and then I let it out there. See, this is one reason there. I actually enjoy. I, I don't mind working in a separate, you know, closed off area. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you fart so loud. Yeah, like we can hear. No, it. but I wait till there's a song playing loudly. Like I time time the farts. I know, but you'll blast them though. I don't know if I've I've I know I farted in here before, but I don't know if I've ever like tried to hide it or left the room. But or, I will say if I had a beyond meat something or other the night before, I'll try yeah. not to fart the next day because those make your farts bad. Do oh, they really? really? Beyond I've never had meat one. meat yeah. is like it may it's bad for farts. Really? Yeah. No, I'm still not. Um they gotta perfect it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm still not down with the like that's my anything. that would be my my sort of my complaint, you know, as I would say please work on this so my farts don't smell so bad. It'd be my Yelp review. Yeah. No, that, and, but that's a solid complaint though. Like if yeah. you're getting excess gas from eating something, right? You should let the company know that you're, <laughs> no, seriously, they want to know this stuff. Wait, like, companies is it excess know gas this stuff. or is it just gas that smells No, excess. Different? No, it makes you go and oh. you're like, it makes you fart. Yeah. And bad. And hmm. bad, huh? Yeah. yeah Does no. Matthew eat all that stuff too? Like yeah. the Beyond Meat stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. But don't it, you eat just regular meat too? I do, but like sometimes, you know, if he's cooking, he'll do a Beyond Meat thing. Beyond Meat what though? Like what's he eating? What's he making? We, you can make a burger out of them. Yeah. Like, do you, are they good? 
They're fine. The, the, when I've had them, they've not been good. They're fine. Yeah. I Where prefer... does he cook? Does he cook them on top? No, in... Okay, and also Beyond Meat burgers in the, <laughs> in the inside. When you put yeah. the Beyond Meat burgers in the inside. It's called the oven. <laughs> uh-huh. Inside in the oven. and on top. Who says, who refers to the stove and the oven as the inside and the on top? <laughs> I do. Wow. Okay. So okay. When just, you, you got to keep in mind, the there's inside. no juices are with a Beyond Meat, meat right? right? right. Like it doesn't come with blood or anything. Yeah. So when you cook it, it in there for that long. <laughs> Jesus, Yo, man. I don't know where yeah. you shop, man. Where you get yeah. your groceries Like, from. it doesn't come with fake blood, so it's already dry. So when you cook it for 40, 45 minutes, it's like, it's, it's but why so are you, dry. why are you following instructions on how to make Cause this? Because he's, con- I don't know, it's weird, because when he'll cook a Beyond Meat thing, he'll cut it in half, he'll be like, it's still bloody on the inside. Like, it's, like, you know, watery or something. And I'm like, you know that's not Did real. Did nobody ever teach Matthew how to cook, like, when he was younger? Did he not have, like, a like his mom never taught him how to do his stuff? His stepmom, Lucy, is like, she's a trained five-star chef from Portugal. But, but, but how does she not he never paid attention he never paid attention she but even now with like the resources that you have just watching youtube you can watch videos on tiktok right he's on- very good at soups i'll give him that here's this is what i don't understand i'm with you on this mocha here's what i don't understand is that as, as a young gay couple thank you um, who like to project that they are interested in the finer things in life mm-hmm. where you guys will you know tend to want to go to fancy restaurants and yes. tend to want to do this uh, what I'm so surprised with is that when it comes to cooking at home, none of that sort of made its way into your own skill set. As in, you should know from eating in the amount of places that you've eaten what stuff should taste like. And when you take a steak out from the inside, inside, <laughs> um, you know what I mean, and it looks like it's a, a the sole of a shoe, <laughs> right? Like you should know just from all the places that you guys have eaten that something went wrong. And I will pat myself on the black back on the black. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, for trying to learn from these meal kits. Yeah. yeah. Like, and plus, you know, when you do the meal kit thing, it's also, I, I try and make it the presentation nice too. Like I try really hard to make it yeah, look yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, Matthew's soups are good, but when what it comes to me, he, he made a, okay, don't laugh. It, was, it tasted good. Here we go. <laughs> okay. He made a salmon chowder. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, on, that's man. so gross. But it was Ew, really, really. With, no, he made it with. Thanks. He made it with coconut milk and potato. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew, that is so gross. Okay, but it tasted okay. So no, gross. yeah, it tasted a- okay. First, you started <laughs> off by saying it tasted good. Now it yeah. tastes okay. That's what the guys eat on that show alone that I watch. <laughs> when they're like, they're, so whatever they're, you get scrounged yeah, together. They're like down in Patagonia, and there's nothing to eat, so it's like you just make a like a salmon head chowder <laughs> or like salmon head soup, <laughs> whatever so it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every week you'll find us on Instagram. We post a picture uh, that reads Ask Roz and Mocha. At Kiss925 is the account. So ask your question and we will answer. And uh, we'll have one of you uh, ask your question to the room with us. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.